Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. Hey, peeps. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fat Peeps podcast, episode 22. Oh, so many. Is that right? Oh, when's it going to end? (laughs) You are correct. Anyway, Uh, we are the Fat Peeps. Oh, really? Your host. Hi, Joey. Hello. PJ. What's Tech up? Hi. Hello. Hi, PJ. Hello. Why is Cameraman this like... John. Hi. Hi. It's me. Hi. Hi, Cameraman John. What is like what? Well, why is this like a, a Drinkers Anonymous meeting? You mean AA? Yeah. Drinkers Anonymous? <laughs> <laughs> I'm addicted to water. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> why is anyway. this like a meeting? Well, how about and me? Ra- rounding out our circle. Okay, chairs. thank you. Yeah. We're not. Are you sitting Garrick, big target. Oh, Hi, hello. Garrick. Hi, John. Back in the, in the <laughs> back again. Uh, one week later. Uh, one week later. Yeah. Dear God. Okay. Is that all? Who else is here? No. So we're all, we're all separate rooms. So I don't know who's here. I'm looking back. I don't see. Oh, yeah, just the ghost. That's it. Just oh, the ghost. Okay. Anyway. That's it. <laughs> We're the Fat Peeps. This is the Fat Peeps podcast where we That's talk us. about video games and other uh, nerdy stuff sometimes, oh, wow. but usually video games. Yeah, um, nerds. And we're going to get into video games. In oh, a I love bit. that. But first, we always start our show off with the icebreaker question. Oh. Plot thickens. Cooling icebreaker. Today's icebreaker question is. And so I don't know who put this on here. Mine. But is yours? Okay. Yeah. So you might need to elaborate a little bit to yeah, the I question. I, I will. But I will. Yes. It just says on the script Dream Room question mark. Dream Describe room? what would be in it. So what a great think, question, PJ. What prompts this question is about a week ago, I read um, just randomly on Google that I think it was phase or something like that one of the big Fortnite streaming like houses bought a mansion and i was thinking oh wow if they have like 30 rooms in that house and everybody could have multiple rooms what like they have their you know sleep room whatever and then they have you know like another room or whatever what would they choose to be a random room that they could have like a themed one like someone has an anime room or something like that Ooh. Right. So there are stipulations. Hentai room. Right. <laughs> so, do you have? So, if you're in a mansion, there's like an inherent extra layer on there that you're probably pretty wealthy. Right. Right. Yeah. So, like, you can you can do whatever you want with this room. Correct. This is your dream room. It's, it's not, Whatever. Okay. It's not a dream room, but you know, like it has to be reasonable. You know, I gotta, I gotta get everything from the night. There's no, no, work. there's no mm-hmm. reasonable about it. Oh. Whatever you want in a room, what oh. would it be? I want a huh. bar. Okay. I want That's just a whole simple. room with yeah. Jello, just, <laughs> just like just a like solid a... block of. Je- Sorry, I just took over. Oh, it's just a Jello room. <laughs> yeah. It's like you open the door. Yeah, and, and it's just a just wall of right jello. on the other side of the door. Mm-hmm. It's just a wall of jello. Yeah. We'll call it the mellow uh-huh. jello room. You never said it had to be like realistic. No, just... it, it doesn't at all. I I asked for your dream okay, room. Okay, I, 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 I want. I respect. I want. 
I want a vacuum, like just vacuum the whole entire room and just put stardust in it, so like a little little universe starts forming. You know. I I thought I was thinking the you know the shit that they put on like plastic not plastic uh gift wrap bags the herpes. The, wait what? Wait what? The you mean the STD? Wait what? Yeah no the you know on oh, like see, birthday bags and stuff like that they have the sprinkles or what are they called uh sparkles? Oh I get it. Spark- no yeah yeah sparkle I herpes. Glitter. I was thinking of that for some glitter. reason. Yeah, the herpes herpes. of arts and crafts. No, I meant like actual, you know, magically gather stardust. So the oh wow, that means like actual, like universal matter. Okay, fine. Let's go within realism at least. I don't care if it's something that's a million dollars. I want to jump. I want to jump back to this Jello room. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, okay, Okay. (laughs) me too. So, theoretically, if you built like Uh a like so like a room right yeah we're gonna right. get down to the the fundamentals of what a room is right, right. it's a box oh wow uh, a room is just a box right yeah. allegedly have, to have a door on it maybe a window so if you somehow made a room that was like a refrigerated room but mm-hmm. didn't put the roof on yet and then filled it with the jello and then put the roof on mm-hmm. could you get a jello room yeah, yeah, that I, makes I think sense. So, uh, Mark, uh, Mark Rober did a Jello pool. Oh wow! And, um, How did they cool it? it? So it was, I think, during the winter time. So they oh, let it naturally oh, so it settle. Cold. So mm. as it as the day went, you know, kind of went on and got warmer, and people were swimming in it, it started kind of going back to its like liquid, mushy self. Liquidy, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, what I would like to add on to that Jello room situation is uh, get the best vacuum and stick it in the middle and just see how long it takes for it to suck up all the jello before the vacuum explodes i'd be intrigued in that but you would need like a giant like bag like no. receptacle for the no you wouldn't you mean just like i'm waiting until the, the ba- i'm waiting until it room. blows up if if the vacuum mm-hmm. blows up from the jello really quickly then it's done its job but then you're just like blowing up vacuums for the sake of blowing up vacuums. <laughs> right, Why exactly. Why blow up vacuums? I don't know. It just feels like I... it's a right thing to do. Sure, I guess if like no, but you put the vacuum angle, in the middle like, of the jello. So this, this next step, I'm gonna make this jello room to just blow up vacuums. Right. <laughs> no, but you shove the vacuum in the middle of the jello, and you uh-huh. like you turn it on, and so you see how big the explosion is within the jello, and how it affects the jello and the vacuum in itself. Are we, wait, are we, we're not talking about like vacuum cleaners, like, like vacuum cleaner, yeah, vacuum. Not a vacuum, not like space vacuum, like a vacuum cleaner, like a a Hoover. I, I don't like think it'll start. Like an industrial vacuum or like your standard yeah. run. The Whatever the strongest vacuum is that it's in existence. Industrial. There's some pretty strong vacuums. There's some really strong vacuums. Really That's what I'm saying. So I'm wondering to see if it I would mean, just suck up all the probably... Jello, or would it yeah. eventually explode? I would say I think uh, there's some vacuums that are probably bigger than your Jello room. Yeah. Okay, so fine. The biggest consumer vacuum or biggest there industrial consumer vacuum. I think it'll get like clogged and just like gunked up before it even like gets to the yeah, point. Well, that's part of the experiment. Just yeah. to see what the hell happens. It would probably. 
Because when you pull, the, when you you know you suck this up the, the jello. This is not the question. <laughs> not at <laughs> all. Talking about. But I was adding on to what John had said. I yeah. like I. Oh, I, 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 I to, I'm totally lost. Like you lost me. Like ever lost. since you said jello. I, I bet everyone and vacuums. That. What jello is very simple. That's a very simple. Oh, I, I mean, had to add on to. His... I had to add on to. <laughs> oh, jello room. That was that was yeah, great. Yeah. I had to add on to that. Yeah. If Mark Mark can have a jello pool, I should have a jello room. Wait. Okay. So. okay. So to recap so far, because I like my brain melted from this conversation. <laughs> uh, who? So John's a Jello room. Right. PJ. I haven't said anything yet. Joey. Okay. Joey's the only. Oh, yeah, I didn't really extrapolate on mine. I would like. Okay, go ahead, Joey. I, I was. Boy. I was more guidelines from. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, go ahead. I would like to have like a lounge kind of oh, with like okay. a bar and like a really nice alcohol collection, and you know. Just nice. like chill, just like a wall cool. shelf, like a whole what shelf else? wall of of different um, type of spirits and in there. It'd probably have some like video game and anime influence. I'd probably Ooh, have like hentai? figures on. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I'd probably have like figures on the wall and stuff like that, and maybe like posters. It'd nice. almost be like Aaron's yeah. like rooms at the Grump office. You know, and stuff. sure, yeah. You know, my with, speaking of rooms, involved. my boss. <laughs> has like a total dream room um oh. he has like a total man cave and he collects pops so he has a whole wall dedicated Just to pops is it like, like the collectibles squares, like where the, so it's a grid and then he puts the pops in there yeah he has shelving for it oh, like that's sick. and most of them like are rare because they're wow, uh so short run so yeah Damn. Uh, but that's uh, that's goals right there, and he has a nice big TV with a nice setup for gaming with audio and all that. See, so. I don't mind the pop figures. I just feel like I don't want to invest hundreds of dollars into them. It's not. It's yeah. Too much of a collectible thing. For well, me. it's it's just like Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like yeah, but you you get it because you want to get it, and then eventually, if you play your cards right, <laughs> it becomes a uh, a collectible yeah, if but... you're tactical about it. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I look at I look at pops like Beanie Babies. Yeah, they yeah, kind of are. Like, yeah. Um, and, well, because Beanie Babies didn't play it right, and they didn't have a real market to hold. But this yeah. is pop culture for pops. All those people yeah, that sure. had the books you'd have a point there, with yeah. like the Beanie Baby estimated uh, inflation rates in the like decade later. Oh, and it's like one Beanie Baby being two thousand dollars, and then reality of it, I, it's like two dollars. And I do think that like there is an element there of um, with like the pop figures, they're probably not gonna be as valuable as like people yeah. hope that they are. Because like, well, it depends on the run, like, though. Yeah, but that's the thing is, even if it had like a limited run and like. There's only so many of them. The value is still gated by the fact that it's a pop figure, right? Well, it, and well like, yeah, it I agree. It it's depends not applicable on who, to something. Whereas, like, it depends on the demand. A Magic card or a Yu-Gi-Oh card right. or a Pokemon card is applicable. It's a strong card. It it can win you. Games. No, I actually think no. I think the Pokemon card stuff is quite the same, right? Really? But yeah. Even still, yeah, because like, you have misprints that are super with, expensive just because yeah. it's misprinted. But with, like, Pokemon cards, right, the only one that anybody really ever talks about is the holographic Charizard, right? Oh, the first And, like, yeah, it's first, the first set promo holographic Charizard. Like, 
that's kind of the one expensive one. And then, you know, most of the other uh, holographics in that set are relatively expensive as well. You know, like Blastoid, I want to say, is somewhere in the 300 range. And a lot of the other ones are around that, too. Um, but, like, when you start getting into, like, later cards, um, they don't have, like, a lot of the mid-sets, they don't have value. Because there's just, like, like they're whatever. So it's you know, only, like, don't care about them. magic cards have the value. And even still, magic cards, for the most part, retain their value on their usefulness in the actual card game. That's what I'm saying. Like, like people magic buy magic cards way. because they're good cards, right? Well, and, like, when you're pulling cards out of a magic set, you're pulling cards more for the value of the actual cards being played than you are pulling for, like, the value of the card itself. Pokemon cards, I think, fit in this weird zone where, like, because, like, the old Pokemon cards are garbage. Like, compared to the new Pokemon, like, the way that Pokemon cards are played today, they just don't fit into the game because there's been, like, ridiculous power creep in the card game. The original tournament stuff don't allow the old cards anyways. Right, so. yeah. The way that tournaments work, yeah. um, they, like, fate. And it has to do with this power creep, right? Where yeah. they, as they add new, like, elements to the card game. Because, like, Pokemon cards are very similar to the game franchise in the way that they're hella gimmicky. They always have to like add stuff to the card game just for the sake of adding stuff to the card game. And it usually results in power creep, which means that like as successive sets come out, the old sets just get progressively worse and worse and worse. Save for their like trainers and support cards. Hmm. Anyways, um, <laughs> to stay on the same tangent, like I think the original useless card collection was uh, baseball cards, and oh, yeah. there's yeah. still a huge uh, following for that. So it, once again, it just depends on the demand but and when, how you. But even baseball cards aren't like as valuable as magic. I think those va baseball yeah. card collect. Like I think the reality is is that. These items that people are collecting, and if their hopes are a bit like rising in value for them to turn a profit, they're never going to be satisfied because it's mm -hmm. never going to end up, unless you happen to have the like super <laughs> rare, like one card or like a misprint or something like that. Yeah. Like ultimately, like most people's collections will amount to like a couple hundred bucks. Right. Yeah, because that's what Maybe I was a trying, thousand or two. Because that's what I was. I made sure to preface about is that um, my boss collects it because he likes collecting it. Yeah, right. So and that's the thing. It's he's like, not. Should, he yeah. always checks the value. He he likes to check the value of certain things that he knows that are like rising in price. But that's not his goal. His goal is to fill his wall and be happy about it. Right. Yeah. Right. And like the value in something, like. You could want something because it's valuable, not with the intention of wanting to sell it. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> like, you could be like, oh, that's a collectible that I want, and it's expensive and rare. That just amplifies the, like, value, value of it. Yeah. Not the, like, monetary value the perceived of it, value. But the, like, perceived value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, so then... Let me ask this then, Garrick. That's what you would aim for—is a room like your bosses. 
Not necessarily. I'm not too keen on collecting, but I think I would be down for a, a nice game room, I guess. Right. I guess because like it's it's a cop out because I'm a gamer, but I I do miss having like nice speakers, you know, just surrounding me, and then a nice big screen. Right. Um, for like consoles, right. but also a nice setup for my computer for for pc gaming as well so and that'd but, also be good for like movies yeah, oh, yeah exactly. theater room. that was just like a general yeah theater room so like everyone. every wall is taking up a set like a separate purpose so one wall for gaming with a big tv one wall for ga- uh gaming with pc and then one wall for projector movies that would be awesome so so my <laughs> dream room kind of jumps off of that but it's not that themed um wait pj sorry. before we jump ahead yeah and then Garrick, you would just have like all the couches on a lazy or like the couch setup, yeah. a lazy Susan in the middle of the yeah. room, like a big mm-hmm. one. Oh, you just, just spin the entire rig around. <laughs> yeah, you can like lock it. That'd be kind of cool, actually. I don't feel like playing uh, Assassin's Creed it's anymore. Let me spin around. Every, Let's like, just rotate to the projector wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, how um, awesome would that be? So my Go room on, is a little less like categorized than that because uh, i'm very much into the idea of like i want access to everything that i need in one room or like my stuff and my room is moderately like as of right now i kind of have a man cave so i i'm like maybe 20 percent of the way to where i want to be it's just too small to do everything i'd want to do plus everything i want to do is expensive um but my ideal room would be able to because i have a lot of consoles i've collected game consoles since i was young um and i have all my games too and i have some on display but a lot of them are kind of just tucked in a corner because there's just so many uh mine eventually would be having a display of that area kind of like the grumps uh like old office uh maybe two offices ago i think so along the lines of that and then that would be one corner with glass displays of that and then another like corner of glass display of like camera gear and stuff like that maybe that one be a lot smaller because i don't have as much camera gear uh obviously i'd line things like uh posters around the room because i i enjoy having some posters of games that i like or enjoy or uh like you know my photography on the wall that has the camera gear posters of games and stuff on one wall and then um kind of the way that i have it now i have my computer desk make it probably a little bit bigger with more workspace in that regard but then i'd also have a work desk for drawing and stuff like that uh separated from the computer desk that way i can like focus on the drawing specifically uh so i'm i'm not quite halfway there but i'm getting there my room is very simple but it would take a lot of investment especially for glass cases because i like being able to look you're at missing all this a stuff. toilet a toilet yeah toilet in the center mm-hmm. of the room mm-hmm. no it's just it's just like a, on a rolly roll it's like your t- chair but it's rolly so you can roll to your station but it also it's has like a recliner and everything so you can poop as mm-hmm. you're like laying down mm-hmm. exactly i don't feel like that would work very exactly. well i don't think gravity's yeah, on you your know? side when you do that it just like <laughs> leaks out gravity's always gravity's always pulling down so it's, yeah and then it's i have like so an true. emergency poop knife strapped to the side of it Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like Cartman. Where does the poop go? So I don't, don't think about. I never it, have to get don't up. Think about it. Oh, so yeah. let me uh, one You're last. Thing. You, PJ, just PJ, just use a vacuum. Yes. Yeah, a, vacuum. a very strong vacuum <laughs> that's constantly on. Um, 
So one, but one of the computer desks would be for like recording and playing games and like that'd be one workstation. And then I'd also have another computer adjacent to it for like editing and con continuously like uh, exporting and encoding videos because I've gotten to a point now where a good portion of my time on the computer is actually just sitting there letting the computer work. So having a secondary oh, computer wow. would be beautiful for me. Um, that's definitely going to have to be a thing down the road, but that would be my dream room, I think. Wow, nice. you have it all figured out. Oh, wow. you know what? What I would like to add to uh, my room, uh, in the middle of the Lazy Susan uh, circle, I would like to put a table for uh, board games and tabletop games. Oh, wow. That would Perfect. be cool. Yeah. Oh, no, Garrett. <laughs> You got multiple Lazy Susans inside <laughs> the Lazy Susan. Oh, so snap! The, the couches can be spun out towards the walls. But oh, my spun God. In towards the table. And then there's a but Lazy Susan exception. There's a hole in the middle of the Lazy Susan that, like, can open and close so you can poop and pee right there while you're sitting. Uh, oh, wow. Everything. Why? I, I Why? don't even have to leave the room. You, can't, you don't want to leave the room. That's what Pete just said. He's everything has to be can be done. And then, in I, can, and then I can have a little uh, hot dog cart. You can still be in the room, but like cart. partitioned off in the corner, like <laughs> then, not then, then hot dog cart. With, and then I and, and then pro like a um a, a little section, a refrigerated section for, for your probiotics. Long. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I have it all, all of your yogurts. That way, it helps yeah. with your your digestion nice. of all the hot dogs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I don't know, I'm not gonna lie. Your your rooms are kind of boring. I, I I'm gonna stick with my Jello room. So. Yes, the only function of that room yeah, is I'm Jello. Like, yeah. I'm gonna say cameraman John didn't give us a real answer. Mm -hmm. no, I don't know. Yours just sound like normal ass rooms. I gave you a, I a magical right. room. Well, no. Uh, oh. Sorry. Yeah. I guess you're right. Dream he, room. He did. Oh, room. speaking of cameraman John, my Wait, final wall. I only. Uh, It'd be a giant uh, homage to cameraman walls. John. Like a giant poster. My final wall uh, would be a wall full cute. of my cameras because all that gear I've been right. addicted then, to collecting. Yeah, because it would look really cool, wouldn't it, to see like layered camera gear just sitting there in a glass case, and then behind it have like photos you've taken and different mediums like metal print well, and well, then well, a canvas oh, print, and then well, that'd be really sick. Well, I guess that's a that's an important that's, thing, folks who are listening. Make sure to print or frame your artwork. That way you that's, can go. Wow, cool. I be suck. proud of I it. That's be proud of equipment it. room, guys. You're an equipment room. It's a very practical room, not very dreamy. No, because the, that I, it makes me it's happy different. to look at it's my like, stuff. It's like an equipment room that's also set up like a museum. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the thousands of dollars I've invested when you look in at, collecting no, camera gear. When you look at your camera, John, does it not make you happy? But maybe it's because you're not that's happy with face. your camera. I, I think this I is a deeper it. psychological problem. You can't see my face. You're not happy with your camera gear. You want to upgrade so it's no longer a happiness. Mm -hmm. I love my camera. <laughs> so true. I love looking at it. And, Allegedly. And... and Whenever I pick it up, it oh, makes me happy. Oh. I'm like, I, I take a picture with this thing. So. Oh. No, it's a tool. My camera's a tool. Sounds like what PJ really wants is just an empty room with a pedestal and his camera. On yep. <laughs> yeah. There My go. camera's not good enough for that. Let's not push it that way. And, then, oh, and then just a, a like, reclining, a reclining chair right like in front, in, in of, front of it with a box pedestal. of tissues. Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. You added that. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, wow. 
<laughs> I love my camera. Perfect. Not that much, but I do love my camera. It's a good oh camera. Oh, my God. I, I'm, you know, like, it's only a semi-pro, but it does everything I need it to, and that's the most important thing to me. And it's the first camera that I've had where I have very, like, maybe one or two cons where I'm like, oh, I wish it didn't do that, but they don't bother me. They're not an issue or because you learn issue. to work around it, right? And I had, the, I had work with what you have. Precursor to the same camera before, so I got used to all the little issues, and they improved on a lot of them. So it's just like I don't know. But John's camera is a little bit older, and I know he's eyeing other ones. So uh, th mm -hmm. that's his problem at this point. I think once he gets that new camera, he'll have his pedestal and tissue box too. <laughs> what does this have to do with Dreamworks? I don't know, man. You brought it up. Hey. We've had a lot of discussions here that haven't had yeah. anything to do with Dreamworks. About okay. 15 of the 24 minutes was not anything to do with Actually, Dreamworks. Actually? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, 15 like, minutes was room. like Pokemon. Boom. Underwater room? Boom. Underwater. Underwater. I'm not totally like, like the whole room is like, like completely <laughs> furnished, right? Completely furnished, but uh, the only difference is it's underwater. Uh, it's with, like, do you have fishies? Uh, maybe. I would, or is it just like empty water? It's a no. It's like a like a legit room. That would be a is it made out of green tea? Like green tea around you? Yeah. Why would it be green tea? That would be cool. How could Jello you see through green it? Tea? Like wait, what? How would you what? be able to see through the green tea? You're not green. supposed to. It's supposed <laughs> to be uh, uh, ambiance. Anyways, uh, I think, I think we've uh, <laughs> we painted each other's dream room pretty well, and yeah, I wish you topic. well on your jo journey to accomplishing your dream room. Mine, let's, uh, mine let's and yours is the accomplishable ones. I think Joey's is too, but it'd be a lot more like investment. You'd have to build the whole bar and stuff I think like that. The that bar cool is probably though. easy. It's it's a collection. I mean, it depends on how big of, of a collection of alcohol you need. That's right. the expensive part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, well, well, the, the bar, if you get like a mahogany bar, is a few thousand dollars at least. True. Yeah. So. I mean, but yeah, that's that's. Just yeah, but we we I didn't mean, account for money here. We that's true. We're not talking about. You said you were. You, well, you no, but at the rich. very end, I I. I said like accomplishable. I'm I'm pretty sure John's oh. is accomplishable. It's just it, it's yeah. not practical. Yeah, you said it's a dream room. Okay, you did I'm happy that you have your dream room. Okay, what what's new, Joey? What's going on dream. here? Let's move on. From... Anyways, oh, okay, we're gonna move on to actual topics now. And oh, that wasn't a topic. Icebreaker. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean it's a topic, but it's not. It's not a real topic. Mm. Now we're gonna talk what, what's, about what's happening to Sony and, and, topics. and Epic Games. Oh wow! Uh, so Sony has invested two hundred and fifty million in yeah, Epic Games. Um, oh I think wow! This was first reported over on VentureBeat. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a, a in a string of um, like I I just a lot of companies have been giving money to Epic Games. Tencent recently gave them uh quite a bit as well it's that fortnite um, money yo yeah right well no so this is the funny thing to me i love how sony like a couple years ago was struggling having to sell ips just like barely making it and then all of a sudden they got their big dick money from disney for oh, spider-man and then now it's just like well i can i can invest a little I mean, is that is that what this is about? I'm pretty sure that's... I don't know if that's what this is about. No, no, it's not. But I'm saying, like, they're smart for investing their money other places. I just... I, I find it crazy to think that Sony was so close to, like, being out of it. 
you know. Well, PJ, you have to understand that Sony is very well diversified. Well, they're yeah, not they're yeah, that's the their bucket their bucket is not all in on Spider Man only. No, but Spider Man well, did a lot. But, but here's um, the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is that like Sony is this broad company that has a bunch Sony of different branches yeah. that are like like tied to each other by name. You know what I right. mean? Like the yeah. the Sony Pictures and oh. like yeah, Sony, Sony Music. What is that? R- is RCA Sony? I can't remember. Remember, um, uh. but like Sony's music branch, right? Sony's movie branch and like Sony's game branch are all like separate from each other. And like typically, the other two, other than the game branch, are constantly struggling. Mm-hmm. That's true. Constant diversified. But uh, I mean, and so this is like, coming from someone that's a Sony fanboy, I love Sony openly. I'm just well, I'm what, what I mean here is I don't think that this has because like the Spider-Man Marvel and I, you know, I might be totally wrong here in terms of like the structuring over at Sony. But like this is a game division thing, right? Like mm-hmm. this says to or like I see this as a like investment being made by like the games to be shown. Sony's games division as mm-hmm. a play and they kind of reference it in the venture beat article but as like a play to secure some exclusivity to Fortnite stuff going forward for the PS5 right. you think there's going to be uh, a Sony event for Fortnite sooner or later I I actually perceive it probably I assume that what will more likely happen well, is that the Fortnite events will happen first on Sony consoles. So like it'll yeah. happen first on the PS5 to incentivize PS5 sales. Yeah. Well, it could be also the film because remember Epic Games has the the real time uh, rendering. Oh yeah, stuff that, is they, that, that is true. That is true. Sony movies or something like that. Yeah, no, yeah, I like using the graphics from like yeah, from get like Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, Mandalorian was the using Unreal Engine technology. Oh. So maybe even so maybe yeah. it's both gaming and the film. Either way, I didn't think about that for them because there's so many different avenues they can go into. So they own a, a stake of the company now, uh, like Tencent. Just I mean, 1. it's 4%. not percent. It's a very minimal yeah. amount. That two hundred fifty million dollar stake is one point four percent, which is set uh, of the seventeen point eight six billion. Uh, Network or valuation of Epic Games. So they so, got like less than three percent, or they got a little bit, Just but a little bit. That, that I think still it has, gets them a lot of mm-hmm. advantages. Right. I was gonna say I think it has less to do with the actual share that they're getting, and more to do with like building that relationship, yeah. and getting their hands on that mm-hmm. tech, that tech. Yeah, know, getting like, but I mean, like honestly, like. Because going into the next, um, going to the next console cycle, right, with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, with a lot of games like Fortnite that have cross-play, right, these companies need to find some way to incentivize somebody who might be buying the new console purely for this like one multi-platform game they need to figure out a way to incentivize them to buy it 
or like buy their console for it right and we see this a lot with activision for a long time like they do this with the call of duty games and even still like you guys there's a mode in call of duty that you guys can't even play right what mm-hmm. it's, it's playstation exclusive what the what what is this we've talked about yeah. this before stupid place oh oh what was it called again i forgot <laughs> it's the classic survival it's like the survival mode that's in um uh like Modern Warfare 3 Oh, kind of like zombies, zombies, but with AI shooting. Oh, okay. Oh, like, oh that crappy mode. Never mind. Um, so it's like the old. Spec yeah, mode. right. But still, right. it's lame. Yeah. But Sony well, has that. It's like a middle tier. Of, of course, Sony has It's that. weird how they did. Trash bagging. Jump into a hole. But yeah, but like you do, and that typically actually has more to do with Activision. I think kind of going with whatever console is like the Working most the in sales. Yeah. So like obviously they made that switch when the ps4 because even like it took a while for that switch to happen it used to be xbox a because lot. they were it was and they were partnered with the xbox one x on ghosts and then when the consoles came out and it was clear that the playstation like blew ahead of the xbox they then made the change to like oh we're our exclusive our dlc is going to come out first on the playstation and all that nonsense so Activision kind of just goes with like the tide and like goes with whatever well, studio I mean, that's smart. or whatever company, like whatever console's doing the best. Yeah, that's really um, smart of them. But yeah, so this yeah, this is probably a play on uh to to try to get some exclusivities for Fortnite stuff to really incentivize. Um and who knows, maybe uh EA or maybe uh, Xbox, Microsoft will go after EA right to get Apex stuff or I don't know, some other multi like cross platform crossplay game. Yeah. Um but I didn't think about it. I did like uh I don't remember who brought it up, but um I didn't think about the movie elements yeah. of this. Yeah. So like yeah, the the Unreal Engine 5 is increasingly being used in more and more film development, film production. Film production. Um, and yeah, so this might also be a bit of an investment oh. to get yeah. that technology to help. Sony's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sony shoot. Well, it even says, cool I think in the article or someone commented about it, this is a much bigger, like, it's this not the subsidiary of PlayStation, it's the overall, like, the umbrella company Sony making this move. Yeah, it's the whole Sony, yeah. Oh, it's whole Sony. So it's not just the gaming division. That's why I was mentioning, like, they were in trouble. Like, two out of your three divisions are having issues a couple years back. I think there was definitely a lot of saving for Spider-Man. Of course, there's other factors involved. Uh, They played the long game, and finally, like, a bunch of things paid off at the same time in a couple years, and now, all of a sudden, it's like Sony is doing really well. Uh, I mean, it's not like Xbox is in any danger of anything, because it's Microsoft. Like, Microsoft will shit on anybody regardless. But, um... And they'll and they'll just like keep pumping life into something even, even if dead. it's on yeah. life support. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like look how long the uh, the opposite of Google. Right. Look how long the the Windows Phone survived, even though it was uh, basically an obsolete Bing. phone for a long time. In Bing, yeah, Bing. Bing's still around in its hey, crap. Bing is perfect, just not for it, other. It's I mean, good it's for images. Yeah, and that's it. Yes. Um, but I mean, that's still something. At least it has a usefulness. I, you know what needs to die? Edge. Edge needs to stop. 
No, it's the new Internet Explorer. Yeah, exactly. It needs to die. Win... Oh, yeah, it's Windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edge it's, and Internet Explorer just need to go out. The only... It's barely even learned how to take its first steps. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Hold... Yeah, you're just and you're just, just imposing the the <laughs> reputation of yeah, Internet just Explorer. Just because they were born out of Windows. <laughs> Golly. Chrome is so sad already. And it's just like. Supposedly, Edge is supposed to be pretty good too, but I haven't used it. I just yeah, automatically switch to my. No, I use chance. Firefox. Not to get into, oh, a, into a browser diatribe. <laughs> Anyways. Oof, Chrome on the like RAM usage. Oh, yeah, though. it does kill your I RAM. know. I will say that. That's why I prefer Firefox. But I have two. I have both. Firefox I used to and use Chrome. both, yeah. but I stopped using Disney Firefox. Yeah, me too. I was just like, you know what? Firefox was being wonky, yeah, it like, started having Firefox too many issues. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what, Chrome, you, you can take up five gigs of my RAM right now. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh. oh I have 32 gigs of shit. <laughs> yes, we have 64. Yeah, and then John okay. has 64, so it's just like, well, you can have my pennies. That's cool. Anyhow. Take my pennies. Anywho. Anywho, Anywho. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see it. what comes out of this, um, out of this development over at Sony and Epic Games. Um, What's next, Joey? Uh, next, we got WayForward announcing that they are going to do some physical re-releases of uh, old titles. Ooh. Uh, one of the ones I cited was Shantae for the Game Boy so Color. I've seen this cover wow. art so before a million times. Never... I know it's a cult okay. classic game or it's a popular game for the GBA. New ones come out all the never time. Never played it. Wait, where do you yeah. play this? I've never it heard will of it. Come... Oh, okay. You can probably get the new Shantae's on Steam, it I would assume. Coming to digitally. Okay, so. They're on the Switch, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So every everywhere maybe. Anyway, that's um, cool. But yeah, so they're doing a reproduction of the actual like Game Boy Color cartridge, um, and oh, like game, box and game stuff Boy like Color. that. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, back in my day, I wanted to spin this out into a discussion. Oh, a should more companies do like physical re-releases of old games like this? And, oh, okay, go on. Not gonna lie, this does look like a boss. Which game. game would you? Sorry, the Shantae games are really good. Uh, which game would you personally like to have released? I like this. Atlas. I would say yes because just like the way records are going, people do appreciate vintage. physical copies of stuff. Right. Yeah, especially Jeez. as we go more into the and, digital age and realize all of the downsides of digital consumption. Well, not just, like, I don't think necessarily, because there's, like, I would say for the most part, the upsides to digital media, like, outweigh the downsides. To an extent. I mean, right? like I said, I have mm -hmm. that whole game library just sitting over here that, one, uh, I can display, I'll it's, display it, and I love it. and I can. Yeah, it's right, all about like, collecting at this point. But, I mean, like, video games nowadays, I would, so, like, you don't buy physical video games anymore. Allegedly. I would if they were well, available, you know, and like if I wasn't a PC Steam. gamer. I'm a PC gamer now, so like, I don't. They sell PC physical copies. They do, too. but it's like you download it to your yeah, computer do, and you're but... done. And it's the same yeah. idea. I've... You don't have to have the disc in the drive. Yeah, and well, that's the thing too. Is actually, is like PC games are a bad example on that right. front 
because yeah. the one like real inherent downside of the physical media on the consoles is the fact that you have to switch the disc every single Unless time. You get the digital game, yeah, right. But you don't have to deal same, with that on the PC, right? But you at the same install time, install the game and put it on the shelf. With consoles, like some people don't have the best internet. So, but with consoles True. these days, you have to download it into a hard drive. So, oh, yeah. having a physical copy allows you to actually play the game in real time instead of waiting for it to download in a That's week. That's very true. We were thinking from a very privileged but, mindset. Yeah. Golly, oh, guys, open your minds. Time, Stand up for the little people. For the most part, nowadays, those discs don't have much of the game on yeah that's true no, it's it was like 40 like percent of it and yeah. then the rest of it you have to download anyhow so it's just like no it's probably just the license it's, yeah it's just a thin strip on the cd no, <laughs> because like they have like, to oh, one second download like yeah you have to be able to download uh, like it's a, a it's a it's a one game. indicating yes this is the license i mean yeah <laughs> and anyways uh my game would be Advance Wars. I do miss Advance because Wars. Because not only, like, because PJ GBA? and I... Huh? Yeah, I believe so. I think the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, uh, Because GBA. PJ and I recently went to Simi Valley, uh, and we have, like, a real, like uh, a vintage game recently? store. This was, like, last uh, year. Recently? Yeah, probably last year. It was, like, we haven't gone anywhere recently. Maybe a couple years ago. Yeah, maybe a couple years ago, but... um. It's it's a really cool place. They had collectibles and It's in a shopping too. center, and yeah, like you can go in That's there. That's a dying shopping center. Uh, oh, it's probably dead. Right yeah, now. it's gone. Yeah, but, <laughs> but anyway, it was awesome. Um, I uh, the only game I'm always asking for or I'm curious about is Advance Wars, and I always like I asked the guy, and he said, he said, oh, we don't have, we're out of it because that. That's a hot ticket really? item. It's a and 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 it's still pretty expensive to buy. I still have too. a physical so copy of Advance like Wars too. Yeah, um, I I probably have it too. I think you have somewhere. you have the first probably. one. I remember we swapped when we were hanging out yeah. one time because you wanted to play the second one. I wanted to play the first one to see what the differences were. Um, yeah, so that's my game. I I say anything Atlas, which Advance Wars was Atlas. I'm pretty Atlas? sure, right? I mm-hmm. think so. No, I uh, but in like all the Atlas games being recreated from the GPA, oh, wow. GBA, the DS, and then the Game Boy Color, because Atlas was my childhood. I played a good portion of all of their games, all the RPGs oh, wow. that they put out, and there's just there's a charm about them. Um, oh, even yeah. playing modern day JRPGs just don't feel as good as the ones from ten years ago with like Lunar Legend and Shining Force. Um, so, of course, I, I, that's my weirdness, and I think a lot of people won't be able You're to. Weird. I mean, a lot of people probably played an an Atlas game, oh. but not a series of them. So, but that's me. Well, I mean. The Shin Megami Tensei and the Persona series are huge. That's true. That's true. So that's what I'm saying. A Atlas game or and or series. So probably that would be the series a good portion of people played. I'm gonna guarantee that ninety percent of our listeners doesn't do not know what the hell Lunar Legends is. And it's one of the most no, fantastic yeah, games most people ever created. I will say that out front. <laughs> yeah. 
Advance Wars. I just want to check and see what Advance Wars. Go ahead, John. What would be your reprint, or do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, I think it's a good good idea for collectibles and stuff. But um, we're just talking about Game Boy stuff, right? No, just no, in general. We're talking about oh. whatever. Anything like, that's physical anything that copies. I, be. I personally don't care at this point about physical copies, but again, it's like more to you if you want a physical collectible copy. Bada bing, bada boom. See, like the way that I look at these is you're not buying them to play them. Just like, to yeah, have them. Yeah, that's exactly. Collecting. It's, it's for, it's for collectibles. I feel like shelf. the whole yeah. theme of this podcast is about collecting. We've always... Yeah. Intelligent <laughs> systems is the developers for Advanced Wars, so I like, misspoke. Sorry about that. Oh, uh, so forget Atlas. No, but I love <gasps> Atlas. They did do the other ones. But go ahead, Joey, sorry. I, I recently somewhat did this. I bought a copy of Fantasy Star Online just wow. because I didn't have a copy of Fantasy and Star Online. And you can't Online get it anymore. anywhere. And I, like, I'm... Right, and I didn't... And they are increase, going up increasingly in price as they get more and more rare. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need to bite the bullet and buy one now. And again, it's not even really to play it because I have better sources to play right. it on, right? It's like this thing. It's like with the Shantae re-release... Like yeah, the you're getting a Game Boy Color cart, but I I don't know if this is a fact, but I bet you probably get a code for like a Switch version of the game or like a Steam <laughs> yeah. version of the game. <laughs> That's true. So you're basically because buying you a can't expect piece. people to have a Game Boy Color. Yeah, you're buying a Pop Funko thing with a downloadable code. That's so yeah, it's like the Game Boy Color about. cart itself is just like a collectible item, and then. Where you're actually going to play the game? The kids bring it is to school just and, to show their friends. Like, man, I got oh, the right? cart. And, it's, <laughs> and like PSO is very much like that. Like when I bought the copy, it's like I'm playing PSO Blue Burst on the PC, which is a infinitely better version of the game. But I want PSO copy on the GameCube just to put on my shelf, right. like next to my PSO. Did you even figure. open it? You know what I mean. Oh, I mean, it's oh, okay. open. It wasn't a sealed copy. Oh, okay. No. I wasn't I sure if you got like a, a sealed copy and then you were just going to leave it sealed on your No, shelf. those are... Oh, those are a couple hundred dollars, Sealed copy is like $400. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. So, I think it's a cool idea. I think it's just another way of people collecting, like you're saying. Um, I'd like to see it, but I wouldn't buy I, a lot of them. Maybe a couple. Yeah, I would same. like more... Like, with these re-releases, I would like to see more, like stuff in them you know right. what i mean it's like if i gotta like for like pso right i wouldn't just want a re-release of a like the gamecube copy of pso or like the dreamcast copy of pso right i would want like it to come in maybe like a special case and with like a figure or something well and you it know should be I mean? a deflated like, price too because you shouldn't be paying Forty dollars for an old game. It should be like twenty. I don't know. Yeah, but they had to because you're buying a collector's yeah, item that's like mm-hmm. made, like specifically no, because... for a niche well, audience. No, 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 but look at it this way. Um, remember back when they were doing the classics? Are like uh, what were they called? Shit. It was no, it was Nintendo Classics, and then they were re-releasing like oh, Ice Climbers the... and stuff like that. Those were twenty dollars a piece, and that made sense to me because like, oh, that's cool. On the on the no, Wii? the Game Boy Advance. I think it was the Game Boy Advance or it was the DS. Oh, it was one of those two. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was the Game Boy Advance. But yeah, they called them Nintendo Classics. They had a red um, outline 
on the like border of the game case uh, or the box i mean and um it they were 20 bucks and that that to me made sense it's a, a 10 plus year old game uh that you're playing current day and the graphics were slightly better uh and that it was affordable because you oh, could you buy a bunch re, like, like a re-release um this remaster I, yeah i guess like these are just like actual just physical copies of well even more so like the old titles right because they're gonna already make the the market of them well, Cheaper. I don't know. I think that had more. I think the pricing, because I'm going to be honest with you, like twenty dollars for a sight bike in 2004 is ridiculous. <laughs> um, and I think that that had more to do with the fact that they had to actually physically print them on carts. Yeah, that's um, the production process. The production of it is going to be yeah. costly. Because like most of those games now, like I think a lot of these games you can get on the East for like ninety nine uh, cents DS. Or yeah, they're a little bit more like. The Pokemon games are like five. Yeah, and that, that's ex- that's um, acceptable. I I'm just saying, like a game that's that old that everyone's had their hands on at least once. Uh, don't gouge the market. Twenty bucks, and people will buy them like hotcakes. Well, yeah, that's just um, my opinion of it. But again, it depends on like. It depends on the specific thing that we're talking about, right? Like, I don't know the exact pricing on the Shantae cart, but I would assume it's not more than, like, 30 or 40 bucks. Uh, yeah. Right? Like, the pricing of a Game Boy Color game. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but at the end of the day, they do need to make physical packaging and make physical Game Boy Color cartridges and, like... There's not just like factories set up to make Game Boy Color cartridges anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit more that goes into reprinting, and it's it's different specifically when we're talking about cartridges than mm-hmm. disc media, right? Yeah. It's really easy to just reprint like a GameCube or like a PS2 game or whatever, right? You just slap it on a DVD or like the small DVD discs of the. Uh, GameCube used. I don't remember what they're. Are called. they going to start yeah. reselling um, Game Boy Colors too? I wonder. No, no, they wouldn't do that at all. That's so. That is, that's silly. That, yeah, but it makes it's purely as a collector. And they've done this in the past. Way forward, um, I think it was way forward. But they've done like, I want to say they did an SNES cartridge version of Gone Home. Like. Yeah. It's not even a like, working game. It's yeah. gone home on an SNES cartridge, but like it doesn't work because Gone Home doesn't play on the SNES. It's just for the aesthetic. That's and I think stupid. it came with some other collectibles. You could just get a blank SNES cartridge and put a sticker on it. And it'd be cheaper. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Just yeah. get. Well, you gotta you gotta understand that the the collectible scene does not have to make sense sometimes. People buy a lot of stuff for no reason and spend so much money. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. it's like the vital record. The more you try try to justify collecting stuff, the more it doesn't make sense. sense, And I recommend you turn away now, PJ. Turn away. Run Uh, away. I'm ready to move on. Then, I, I collectible. Anyway, <laughs> no, let me go back. I uh, I would like a 
I would like like a big re-release of the Fantasy Star franchise. I'd, I'd be on board for that. Like all of them, right? You get like the oh, four originals, so like the Master System cart and the three Genesis carts. Oh, Genesis, okay, yeah, Genesis. The Dr- yeah. Dreamcast, um, PSO episode one and two, episode three. Skip Bluebirds because it's a PC game. Um, and then like PSU and I mean the, yeah I don't know how deep that collection would go because then like do you put all the PSP games in it? I don't know. That'd be kind of a weird combination for them to do. I don't know how they would do that. But yeah, all those cards and then like uh, and then like a statue in the middle of like Ethan Waver. Like <laughs> no, not Ethan Waver would be in the statue. <laughs> But it's funny because like your only connection to the PSU or Fantasy Star series is PS. Well, that and Fantasy Star so, only like, two. Yeah, even but that doesn't have that's memorable even, characters like, to me. Yeah, that yeah. Ethan Waver is um, just such a meme. But I was gonna say with Alice in the middle, who is the main character from the first game, and then like probably Nye on Maya, and because you gotta have those big titties. Oh, oh my god! Um, I know Maya would. Uh, I know she's so worth. She's a like minor character from PSU. Anyway, (laughs) some kind of nice statue in the middle that has like all the main iconic characters. From who are these people? All those name drops just hit the different games. (laughs) Scared John. Uh, I would also like a. Dark Souls re-release that has okay. like a nice Dark That's Souls familiar. statue and stuff. I think they actually did that already with Dark Souls One. So Characters like latching onto anything that he understands. <laughs> oh, I know that one. Going I heard. I have heard of that title before. <laughs> okay. Any losers? Well, I, uh, just oh, just God. one last thing. Like, I think Yo, those are good for like kind of the collectible um, re-releases, just because there's like, if you remaster these games are so old that i don't think you can translate like current day style of you know graphics and 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 gameplay and all that stuff so you just have to like completely remake these really old games so i think it this kind of re-release of its like physical medium makes more sense because yeah yeah if you're gonna re-release an hd copy of the old game Yeah, well, not even an HD copy. It's going to be a whole new game just with the title with some of the... Like a reboot you know. or something? Yeah, it's going to be a reboot. Yeah. I feel like these series are so old that you can't just... Yeah, I mean, it's it's for, once again, like you said, collectibles, and then but also um, nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Some people yeah, are yeah, just like, oh, I got to relive my childhood. And then you realize <laughs> it's like not that. necessarily yeah. the same. I got to blow my cartridge. It was a, a s- simpler time back in the day. Like I was watching no, some but... gameplay of Star Fox, and I didn't realize how janky it looked. Oh, like Fox. I legit put so many hours playing yeah, Star Fox, poly- polygonal, and it's just all yeah. polygons. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's the point of the collectibles, though. Is it's like it you put them up were up, displayed up, up, where you can up, see them all the yeah. time, and it's like cam- It's like PJ talking about his camera earlier, right? Yeah, where he Go looks on. at his camera. And he thinks about good times, oh, taking pictures with his camera, mm-hmm. and that's what a collectible that's should true. do, right? Yeah. Like people who have like anime figures, when they look at the uh, figures times. of their like favorite character from their favorite anime, it reminds them of all of their favorite story plot details and episodes and stuff, and like allows them 
to in a like small way relive the enjoyment that they got out of that anime the good old days yeah. and i think it's the same thing for like video game collectibles mm-hmm. and stuff like that we need to talk about the next thing because you know what i mean topic that's well that's well that's well let's talk more about I'm collectibles I, more, no, collectibles. more collectibles stop it what okay. well, I'm just... uh, yeah, i like collectibles on. uh i like collecting pokemon over on steam Oh wow! We have a documentary hosted by Jeff Keeley. Who's that? Uh, about the making of Half Life Alex, um, and it's not really just the making of Half Life Alex. It goes into a lot of the trials and tribulations of Steam, or not Steam, Valve as a development studio over the past wow. decade or so, um, and uh, in it. They uh, go into a little bit about some of the the games that were canceled and stuff like that. Um, iGen kind of lays it all out in an article that you can go check out. Um, but uh, yeah, they they canceled a lot of stuff mm-hmm. over the past, and you know, obviously, like that makes sense. We haven't seen that Anything. much out of Valve. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not true. Like Valve has put out stuff. They put out their they put out Dota and they put out the That's Dota scary. card game. They put out Underlords. Um That's okay. Not for us. Not for us, but like there's stuff happening at yeah. Valve. Um but, but of course they weren't in a rush. Right, and we talked about this had a little bit about uh, and this is talked about in a different interview um, that I couldn't find the link to, but um, I want to say it was Gabe Newell, but he was talking a little bit about the um, kind of structure of how the company worked at Valve, and this was like known for a long time because they used to talk about it in interviews, and they were really proud of it about how like the way that Valve worked is they were kind of like teams would just work on whatever they were interested in right so like they would just kind of like start up projects and then developers were able to work on whatever they wanted to work on like they could pick what project they wanted to work on right and uh without going too deep into it ultimately like this kind of development structure at the studio didn't work because they were unable to get projects <laughs> out the door yeah um so i think uh in that interview they go into a little bit about like how they're changing um the development structure over at valve but that's different different interview i don't want to get too deep into it because i don't can't well, find it well do you think uh with that restructuring do you think we'll actually see more games coming out finally i hope so i love valve maybe they're fantastic and they're they're always so well thought out and they they're very much about the gamer and not the the like how good can we sell this game if it i mean obviously that's the goal but it feels more like someone Mm -hmm. that cares about you trying to create a game for you yeah I think the benefit of the structure that they had being nonchalant made sure they were passionate about following following through with it. There's ups and downs. Uh, but there's more disadvantages than advantages at this point. See, 
with with proof that you Joey just laid out. You need to figure out how that works because there are people that are good at just following orders and working on something and that's their job and they just show up nine to five work on the project and go home and they're fulfilled doing that well because at the same time you need re reassurance that you're going in the right, right direction so if no one above you is saying oh wow this is great continue what you're doing uh just keep on focusing on this we'll give you all the resources that you right. need but if you're just like in pretty much an independent contractor in in the creative studio of Valve, it's like you don't have any direction. And I see what happened here. And it's right. So you have to figure out who does what Be and where. Because if you have a group of people, like I'm very much guilty of being a person that likes starting new projects and jumping off and um, continuing to think of new ideas. And so a person like me is going to want to continuously be creative and move forward and not want to finish the projects. And it's valuable to have those people, but it's also a weak point. I feel like they were allowing too many of those people to be running around. You also need people that are willing to follow through and you have to train the people that are creatives that want to keep moving on to the next project that it's valuable to finish a project as well. Um, and once they get into that mindset and understand, like, see, like, when I finish a project and I see what it looks like at the very end, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm glad I finished and walked through that. It was a little painful at points, but I, I'm glad I did it. And once you get past that, like, midway point of pain where you're just like, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Why do I keep doing this? I just want to move on to the next one. Uh, and you start seeing, like, it coming to fruition and completing itself, then you, you get that drive again that you had at the very beginning of the project to continue on and finish it, but you need a lot of strong supporting people around it that are willing to just come in, like I said, do their job, uh, whatever that may be. Like today, I want you to create the assets for this level um, and then go home because those, those people are very valuable too. Everyone just discounts them as a pawn or uh, a worker bee or drone. But those people are sometimes more valuable than the creatives because they're the ones that are going to actually finish the shit for you. But they need to surround that. So I'm, um, I'm anyway, so I'm reading the list here of canceled yeah, games. Canceled yeah. games. Uh, yeah. Like Half Life Three, Left 4 Dead Three, are an RPG game. Oh, go on. Okay, Half Life Three. This was kind of known, right? People kind of knew that half-life 3 got canceled at some point in development um i want to say a script got leaked for it at some point um it was a script or i i don't remember if it was a script or i want to say one of the writers made like a short story that was or released a short story that was the script for the game right just like with characters names changed and stuff like that Nice, nice. Wow, this um, was all the way back in 2013 when yeah. they started development, and it only lasted a whole year. Yeah, I what completely the heck? forgot that they used to have procedural then, generation too. That was in Left 4 Dead 2. They they pioneered that technology. Yeah, yeah. Oh then, yeah. Uh, funny enough too that there was a Half Life Episode 4 being worked on by Arcane Studios that obviously like got canceled after Half Life 3 yeah. got canceled because. <laughs> You know. Right, obviously, like you can't go to four without. Three. So, I mean, it would have been interesting yeah, if they did, could, just to see, to. like, oh, they never right. put out a third game, and then they just don't do it. <laughs> it's just like, fuck you. We did put out a third so, game, but it wasn't three. 
So some of these games have been kind of like cut off because they apparently didn't finish their Source Two engine, their their own game engine. They didn't yeah, even they couldn't was... even finish. They procrastinated on right. that. Yeah, they never That's got crazy. around to finishing Source Two, or they haven't yet, right? It is oh, uh, the right. current Half Life Alex is, is Source Two, and I believe the other games are on Source, source two. two. Okay, so yeah. they finished well, like, okay. Source Two. Okay. So that should open up more like barriers. Oh, that they so that's were that might have been why they were starting uh, projects so often because it's just like, well, we're stuck here because we don't have Source Two. We don't know what right. We're working so on. then they yeah. go on yeah. to the we next. What direction is going to have to use? There's way too much. Just like my statements are irrelevant. It's not necessarily the fault of the people that are like creating the stuff. It was the fault of the draw, like whoever was a creative lead or like whoever was in charge of the projects overall to get that Source Engine done. Yeah, why didn't they focus on Source Engine before actually creating stuff? Like a foundation so, for what the 2015, heck? uh, they ported Dota to the Source 2 engine. So, okay, so Joey, why don't you move on while they're reading Robot that repair. too? Like, what other, what other else got canceled? Okay, uh, uh, Left 4 Dead 3 that was gonna be, sad. uh, yeah, it was oh, apparently gonna so be many world. so it could, it could have been like uh, um, Daisy, but even bigger. And, and more, yeah, more zombies. No, it was going to be like the, uh, the World War Z game, which had like thousands of yeah. zombies on, on the oh, screen wow. at the same time. I would expect it to just be like Left 4 Dead, but with a lot of zombies. More zombies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, open world See, environments. The thing that right? made yeah. it charm like... for me with Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, though, and this is where 3 would kind of lose me, is I like the objective base. Like, I'm going from one safe house to the next safe house. I, I think like, I agree with you. Yeah. I think I like the kind of curated level makes it, format of yeah, and re, Dead. And repeatability. Because right. like it's, it's limited. And it makes every part memorable. Yeah. yeah. Right? It makes, like, the set pieces in each level. And, like, to be honest, I don't I didn't play a whole lot of either of the Left 4 Deads. <gasps> but, like, there are some set pieces <gasps> in the like hospital level of left 4 dead one that yeah. i remember now and i haven't uh -huh. played that level in yeah a decade it, was beautiful. it felt it felt like you yeah. were in that situation and the other thing i was going to say is it, it, the way that right. they set up the right. game made it feel very cinematic it was like the the movie equivalent of the mario super mario brothers 2 where that was a play this felt like you were playing yeah. in a movie it, it, and it was very well, on think rail. of it as it like zombie land yeah. zombie land-esque um like the they zombie land probably those people that made zombie land probably played a lot of left for dead in back in the day <laughs> and you can really tell yeah can i be honest about left for dead two or one two playing with you guys very boring i hate yeah, it because we knew everything you didn't yeah. come in at the it right time that's your fault, John. I've always kind of felt like Left 4 Dead's kind of boring. Yeah, because they're like, oh, oh, let's let's uh, go in this cabin, and then you stand in this corner, I stand in this corner, and then the wave's gonna come, and then yeah. it comes like, oh. well, don't blame so it on us. I, don't I start blame it no, on no, the game. I start no, wandering I... out, and you guys start getting pissed off because I'm just boring. I'm just gonna wander out and do my own thing. You guys start yelling at me because I'm yeah, because then a tank yeah, would come by I, and run John, over. At a certain, at a certain okay. point in gameplay. You eventually develop, uh, like, evolve into playing more hardcore because 
we were at that point where you were. So we can't we can't backtrack at that point, unfortunately. Also, I think this is more of an issue inherent to the genre because like uh Call of Duty Zombies has this same issue. Mm-hmm. Right? Where it's like or like for some people it's fun, but like I, I find it to be it super boring. boring. Like but I find Left 4 Dead to be super boring Dead, too. So, it's like just yeah. like move through yeah. the level and shoot at things and then yeah. keep moving and shoot at things. And things are gonna like, run at you and shoot at them while you while they run at you. Yeah. I've seen gameplay of World War Z and I feel like it it learned from Left 4 Dead but also evolved, which is great because I, I really enjoyed that whole overwhelmed feeling that the movies and the books gave us, but with also the the foundation that Left 4 Dead left us. And, it's actually... Uh, uh, it's It's funny. My preferred style of like zombie game is the one where there's not very many zombies at all. Where the zombies yeah. are oh, like, okay. I, so horror. I really like like Left for Dead or not Left for Dead. Um, uh, yeah. Dead Island. Where the zombies are actually like, a threat. Uh, is that more horror? Right, right. Like you run into like three zombies and it's like, oh shit, this yeah. is an issue. Yeah, like, but is it? Like, that's more of like a horror kind of genre where shooters. it's just. But I yeah, true. But I also find it to just be like more right. interesting right yeah, get because, that makes like, sense. in leopard dead you're just like looking in a direction and laying down on a trigger that feels good though but that it, feels good boring. it's so boring it's, so yeah, it's, boring. So, it's like i it's like, disagree um, and like, the, new, if, the new halo I games disagree. had the board mode where you just stand in one place and you just move that was i hated when they brought that in the games it's, it's just if, so boring and it's like if there was more elements of like uh team play like if characters had more like abilities and stuff to to modify that combat or if it had like uh uh tower defense elements where you're also like setting up automated turrets or something like that like something to break up the gameplay other than just stand you stand in one corner and i'm gonna stand in the other corner and we're gonna yeah. shoot at dudes as they run through so, this so wait, are you gonna go over all the rest well, of these because i just want to point out one in particular we're just gonna be like the rest were kind of half life well, things because i like well i really like left for dead so i'm I, I i don't mind talking about it for another hour oh we didn't talk about the half-life Most three where they were, the half-life three was going to use that uh, procedure sort storytelling system that left for dead one and two had um it was well, I mean, yeah. what okay. I, so my point here was there was two off games like RPG, the project that they called RPG. It was kind of like supposed to be like Monster Hunter yeah. and Elder Scrolls, but um, and then they had Artie, which is supposed to be like a Minecrafty type game. But then the rest of them are kind of like oh, wow. offsets of what would have been, you know, like Half Life spinoffs yeah. or like Part of Three Shooter. or like. Yeah, Ooh, hot, hot dog. dog. That's the one that hot I wanted dog. to mention. So it was supposed to be kind of like a Left 4 Dead take. But, but with the, oh, there's, there's no details. details. There's I just love that it's called Hot Dog. Code name Hot Dog. If it's code name Hot Dog, you know it, it would have been a great Vader game. Too, which was supposed to be I mean, a VR headset. They... Oh, that, well, that would have been a crappy game. Because it's, 
it's too hardcore. All right. I mean, so with the hot dog thing, that was it. Even says here specifically just a code name, so people wouldn't know it's right. a Left 4 Dead game. Yeah. So that yeah, uh, it was gonna be an amazing let's, game because it was Left 4 Dead. We don't know okay. though. Anyway. So um, wait, before we move then... on from, from Left 4 Dead, I I just want to let you guys know, like I don't know if just you guys knew that uh, it's scaled the. The zombies scaled, so I just want to like give credit to Val back in the day how smart. Well, just oh, yeah, the the procedural. Uh, like if you were having an easy crazy. time, it started increasing in difficulty each wave. But if you were having a difficult time, it would lay off on on the waves intuitively without you like changing difficulty I, I or think anything. They're... But so I just want to find out like what other games kind of offered that back many. in the day. Is my question. That, so that's a fine line to walk there because so, you start to get into the situation where the meta game now resolves around doing good, but not too good. Yeah. You can't be but, doing too good. So and like, then you start getting into elements where like maybe we should take damage here so that like the next and, wave in like I think that's a bad. I'm not. Well, that's Joey. That's exactly what happened. People, hard people who played that game too much, figured that out, and it kind of broke their their gameplay of it. But people who actually played it for real to actually win it, I think that was a proper like. Yeah, it, it Joey, you got to think you're. People, they're not catering to the one percent right, audience that's hardcore. They're catering to the ninety nine percent that are like try hards. And don't know that me mechanism. Yeah, because PJ, yeah, I don't think I don't think we but, ever figured that out no, or tried to do that. I, I understood that the game, the game was good, I, but I didn't understand why. And now that you say that, it makes a lot of sense because it it was fun, it was intuitive, and it was fun. And that's what Valve is known for: making good, fun yeah. games, regardless if it hurts like the people that play the game for two thousand hours and know the brokenness of it. <laughs> yeah so but like and i don't know if there's like a limit to it I'm but sure there it's was. like i i think there is value in having a set difficulty with set parameters and allowing your players who have mastery over the game if they're able to just destroy at that difficulty let them just right and i think that that's difficulty. what they did if i remember properly like because we played every level of the game on almost every difficulty. The only we played one or two of the levels, and this is speaking from the first Left 4 Dead. Uh, we played, I think, one or two out of the five levels on the hardest difficulty and beat them. The other three we couldn't. I think the hardest difficulty throws all of those mechanisms out the window and you just get hoarded regardless of how you're doing. Whereas the lower levels, like hard and normal and easy, do what Garrick's saying and kind of are temperamental based off of your situation. Have like right. scaling difficulty. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. most of it the system does is to push you forward. So if you're staying, yeah, you get hoarded at a spot for too long. It'll just it'll be so it's not really increasing difficulty, it's just making you uh, right because otherwise you could just yeah. sit there, clear a whole horde, and then move on. And keep doing that over and over again, and be relatively safe sitting in a corner. Um, so yeah, no, they they thought a lot of the shit through. I that was one of the most well balanced games I've played to date. Um, I don't know, like I'd have to go back and play it again and be like, oh no, never mind, this is broken, and I probably would. But when I was playing it at that time, 
there was very little complaints, at least out of me, in regards to that kind of stuff. Yeah. O- obviously, there was a lot of things that were broken. Overall. <laughs> like glitches and stuff, but... Overall, with Alex, I hope this is an indication of the next chapter of Valve developing but new Alex didn't games do well, or did it? continuing their franchise. I, I, I mean, it's, a, well, it's hard to Alex did, it's a VR game. Right. A VR game. Yeah, like I think it did good for. I, that's VR why game. I thought it was weird for them after but, the like for the first time in years to release a game that's just VR. Yeah, but yeah, well, at the same time, we were just talking Valve. about how Valve would innovate. Yeah. So they're Every trying to innovate. Yeah, I just think it would have been smart for them to do two oh, versions of the game, maybe. Nah. There, I think there, there is a non oh, version. I think either out or coming out. Or that sounds boring, though. Because it's Half-Life. Because if it's, if, it's if it's developed yeah, with I VR in mind... I feel like they're disadvantaged playing it Not normally. Necessarily. I feel like you'd have a better advantage playing normally. Because then the controls are easier. You're not swinging your arm. Yeah. You, can't, you wouldn't be able That's to play. Not I'm pretty sure you can't play Alex VR. without. You need both hands to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it relies on both con- motion control. Right. So, sure. I don't know. That's, I just thought uh, it was an interesting they're, they're, choice. I think yeah. they should have released something prior to that but, to build up hype and then release Alex. I know that's, that's not, not Valve. Saying that that would yeah. be a business move. And also, so we very quickly skipped over it, but ah. like the Vader thing, no, it's, it's not VR a headset. game. It's, it's was their attempt at doing an internal VR, but like uh, Garrett kind of offhanded, like dismissed oh. it like it was a game, oh. like a bad video <laughs> game. Um, but yeah, apparently it was like so sophisticated that. They were like, we can't put this out on the market. Apparently, they estimated it would have cost $5,000 per unit. This is quoted um, from IGN. So that's not crazy. bad. But it also says that Half-Life Alex was initially conceived to launch alongside it. Interesting. Right? Well, they have wow. the and, Right, right. But that's, like, did they develop that or did they acquire oh, that's that? A good, that's a good question. Though. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, and with Alex, right, we discussed about, like, Valve will typically put out games if they have like some kind of innovation to apply to a franchise or like a genre. And from what I've seen of Alex and what I've read of people's like impressions of Half-Life Alex is that it's like it's a good VR game, but it's just another VR game and it doesn't do anything with the like elements of it being in VR that is any more interesting or sophisticated than anything that most other games, VR games, have done, right? So, Which makes me think that Alex was probably supposed to be a more sophisticated, interesting VR game that took advantage of more elements on this VR headset that Valve was developing, but because they like overshot their like estimations little, and decided like a little bit, I think market, like they would have gotten what like a hundred units sold at that price. Oh, that's not bad. horrible. That's so, like all of their development money back. They tone back the reach of Alex and they make it something that can run on pretty much every conventional VR headset. So, yeah. so isn't their intent to eventually develop, like, 
come out with Half-Life 3? Because I thought Alex was just to start also, like another reason for Alex was to start hyping up people about Half-Life 3 eventually coming I'm sure out that's in a, another decade or so. Theory, but I don't think that's an outright statement from Gabe or anybody at Steam. Or according to this article, according to the article, they don't have anything like in works right I now. I mean, they probably at do. Oh, They're just not no. going to say anything because... Just like they might have stuff in like right. early pre-production, yeah, a bunch but of like, yeah. um, well, at least now that their source engine is like coming back full circle, their source engine is working now, so they can move forward, right. which yeah. is great, and I'm happy about that. I want Valve I games. I want Half Life. Okay, three. so to the big news, Aww. I want Left 4 Dead for uh, the three. The <laughs> Oh, Left 4 Dead VR. Anyway, oh. yeah, no. Okay, move on. We, uh, so there, were, like, we skipped over some games there. So oh, yeah, did we? definitely go read the entire article over on IGN. It is. Um, and if you get a chance, actually watch the documentary. I might have um, to watch it over on, cool. on Steam. It's oh, ten dollars no. though. Is. I'm gonna support the documentary artists. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, sure. Well, cause okay, so I wanted to say this to you, John. Is oh, oh no, is like is the like the it's publicity for Alex right and Valve. So why wouldn't Valve and just kind of like like commission him to make the documentary and post it on YouTube so it makes more like gets more views and gets people more hyped up about Alex and possibly more Valve games. That's why. That's why I thought it should should be free as a documentary. I don't because it's like this, a behind the scenes. I don't think this is really it's a advertisement not. for Alex. I think this is more of a documentary about the last right. ten years at Valve. Yeah. Uh, okay. And it just happens to have like the Half Life Alex name on it to maybe like tie it to something right. that's current. Yeah. It's it's just YouTube but, click, um, clickbait in the form of a movie. Well, you can't even no, watch it on it's YouTube. Just, it's just a point. It's on. Steam. I mean, you can't watch right. most movies on YouTube's. So, yeah, but you can access it through streaming yeah. or something. But like creative, like stuff that's started, like that's focused on like 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 a game developer or something. They usually have an alter an alternative mo motive. So yeah, well, no. Uh, so say. this is created Here's by. Oh yeah, go for it. Here's what I will say: If you have Half Life Alex, you should get this for free. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because right. I was going to mention about this, like I've always appreciated how Valve is right. always really good about like developer commentary and stuff in their games, and I felt like this is kind of an extension of that. Yeah. So like, if you have Half Life Alex, you should just get. The this thing is, the only only thing that this documentary has to do with Valve is it's available to buy on Steam. It's 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 made by uh, Jeff Healy and his team. So yeah, he, he he does he he does documentaries about games. I think he's done um, the Mass Effect series and Tomb Raider. Yeah, so it's an independent so documentary. He is an intimate. Yeah, he makes. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off. It's not even junk, affiliated because, with yeah, the product. Watch it whenever mm. you watch it, probably. Okay. I don't want to pay ten dollars for it. Yeah. 
Oh god, don't say <laughs> well, that. Well, no, on but that's podcast. just me. I don't watch <laughs> anyway, movies. Let's move on. So, so Jeff, if, if, if you want to you want to talk, Jeff, we're, we're going to pay hey, for your doctor. Yeah. That's yeah. Well, <laughs> that's not different than getting one If you're listening to us, come on the podcast. Oh yeah. Uh no. That's not different than like renting one copy. Right, exactly. And everybody come over for Like if John's already watching it, you know what I mean? Why would I not just watch it with him? Yeah. Makes no sense. Ooh, anyway, ooh. let's not let's go ahead and move on. Steam Redful and Chill. Big event. Oh. <laughs> big rent or fake rent. Oh, this big, is our big rent. Our main event. Main event. Yes. The main rent. Main the main rent. Happened on over the weekend. Wow! So uh, whoa! And there were some Where are they going? There's there some cool forward. things there. Oh, forward, they're going forward I the year. Watchdogs. This too, horrible, so. horrible year. Very, very good. <laughs> yeah, I was at work. Me either. Oh, jo- uh, Joey, do you want to explain what we were talking about just now? Oh, uh, apparently you can get Watchdogs too if you like linked your Ubisoft account while you were watching. So yeah. Um, I was watching it live, and I totally forgot <laughs> but about it. It didn't work for anybody. Has the availability. Oh, my. Uh, no. You had no, the best okay, advantage. You had the best no, opportunity. It's okay. It's okay, because as far okay. as I know, it didn't work for so what are they going to do? Oh, okay. So All right, they, so we no got it. Up. They later, like, reposted a thing, and were like, hey, if you just go and, like, sign in here and link your Ubisoft account. Oh, really? You'll, like, get the game or whatever. Wait, what can we still this? do that? I don't know if you can still do that. <laughs> you might be able to still do Maybe. Oh. Just um, give it up for free to everyone. Who cares? Like, hype uh, people oh, wait, up. So, I, I don't like uh, advertising, but they a lot of their games are discounted on, on the Ubisoft. Um, yes. Uh, not, sponsored. not sponsored. Yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll be talking right. about that soon, because I did get a game from that discount. What games did they uh, release? I mean, not release, but... Go on. Talk about... What did they talk about? They talked about... Uh, well, okay. So they talked about a bunch of things, but I kind of only put on the main... Oh, yeah, that's fine. Ones I'm, here, I'm okay with that. Because right? okay they yeah. talked a little bit... I don't think they had Just Dance, actually, which is kind of yeah, interesting. Yeah, I was disappointed. But, uh, just Dance. Yeah, no dance. Which kind of makes sense. They don't have a stage to have a dancing bear or anything. But um, <laughs> I they... Would... Uh, didn't really have anything for Rainbow Six, there. So they were kind of just like, "Hey, a lot of people play Rainbow Six." Where's Splinter Cell? Play Rainbow Six. Splinter Cell's dead. Uh, oh, cartoon. He's in um, their mobile game. Yeah, cartoonified yeah. in their mobile game that yep. I don't even remember the name of right now. Oh no, yeah, I, don't, I don't even want to um, talk about it. Did, yeah, I didn't put that one on here either. Uh, I think, oh, man, I don't remember. What, I can't even remember what it's called Poor right Tom now. But Tom Clancy is Tom it's, Clancy alive? I know. No, he's not. Okay, he's probably rolling his grave right now. <laughs> oh dude, oh. Like, what have you let this shit come to? Ah, <laughs> uh, the perversion of Tom Clancy's uh, stories. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's like these like realistic, like kind of grounded military stories, yeah. <laughs> and then they have yeah. these cartoons, like whatever. Tisk tisk. Okay. Hyperscape is an open yep. beta. Wow. Oh. You can download and play Hyperscape now. Right now. Wow. Oh wait, right now. Right now. And I think they added. Oh, it. Yeah, right now. Right now. Okay. Tempting. Uh, I think. No, right it's now. here. You. Yeah, I'm, let me know I'm what it's like, Joey. Right now, actually. So, oh, yeah. uh, we'll okay. do that. Well. Uh, I have to work up uh, the energy to play it because I feel like I'll be drained by the end of the it's session very playing. Fast. It's so fast. I, it makes me so fast. So fast. I do like the upgrade system. So I was watching. Oh? I'm talking about the up- so uh, it's like if you collect multiple the same weapons, yeah, it, it upgrades. So you don't have to do like the stupid whatever. Um, what's the game that I don't like? 
Better uh, Apex, 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 yeah, where it's like, yeah. I don't know, I just hate that Stupid. system. Where you have to, like, find the attachments yeah, the right that's one. Yeah, the that's right? Yeah, and not yeah. only that, you have so many attachments sometimes that you spend, like, 10 minutes of total yeah. per game in your inventory. It slows me has... down so much. I think that has more to do with the pace of the game, though, because, like, PUBG is a much slower-paced Battle Royale, right? So I think that there's room in PUBG for that style of inventory Mm -hmm. management, right? Um, Call of Duty actually found this out kind of like this, right? Where um, in Blackout, you have that style of, like, attachments and, like, the inventory and whatever, right? And in that game, it's too slow. Like, like, Call of Duty mm-hmm. is too fast for that yeah. style of inventory system to work, right? Yep. Um, or, like, work great. It worked, but, like, it didn't work as good as you want it to. Um, and then, obviously, in Warzone, they would find their footing with just having, like, the rarity, like, yeah. preset weapons, right? Um, and, like, Fortnite's done that from the get-go. Um, yeah, but I like the upgrade but system. It's neat. with Hyperscape, it's kind of set up in a way where it's like just get like copies of the gun that you're using and it and even off of like other players so like there's incentive to like kill other players because you might get upgrades for your gun or like your abilities or whatever yeah that's cool yeah it it keeps it it keeps the momentum instead of like stopping you to work on your inventory i like that that's a good idea yeah also Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go uh, on. Another, well, moving on, different, like, uh, feature. But uh, another interesting thing they were talking about is that they have um, uh, a streamer anonym, anonymity. 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 Anonymity, yeah. So it's like you can turn it on and it'll just, it'll, in your opponent's, you know, They'll see your name as something just like different. Show like numbers and stuff. Yeah, I'll like just that. say numbers or like some generic yeah. name, which is interesting. Yeah, a lot so of how does that, that beneficial? Oh, it's not beneficial. It's they're going like full ham in the the kind of the esports well, streaming. And they already kind of, have so many. Which I think big Ubisoft has their whole I, like playing right? the game, which is yeah. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I want. Wait, wait, wait. So also... wait, remind. Can you explain to me what? So what's people the point can't stream snipe you. Oh, I just I think. Yeah, streams. I mean, oh, but, but okay, also okay. it shows that they're really like pushing like everything. So this is like kind of you know esports and, and streaming and stuff like that. So okay. I want to say that there's also some kind of so, system Fortnite, in it out. where, um, and I don't I don't know if it's like a streaming thing, like a Twitch integrated thing, oh, or if yeah. it's an in-game thing. Uh, it's I but, think like, it's their own thing. There's yeah. modifiers that mm-hmm. can happen. So the, and, like, uh, the audience can, can vote votes for the modifiers. Yeah. Oh wow! So they can and, vote on like zero gravity or some shit like that. Yeah, it's things like like no gravity yeah. or like uh, everybody has uh, unlimited ammo for thirty seconds. Yeah, um, so it's very like, like oh that's cool streaming like yeah integ- integrated, which is interesting. Which again we talked about this last week, but like it just yeah. goes into like they have to find some ways to differentiate their style of battle royale from all the other battle royales mm. in the market because so we are hitting a point of market saturation on this genre. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if you want to squeeze in, you have to squeeze in with oh, something yeah. different. Real, th- something real thick. Yeah. Juicy. 
I think of it almost like like oils or like like liquid substances that like don't mesh together, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're enough of a different liquid that you don't mit, like Oil mix with the other liquids, then you can slide into that into that oh yeah like ring, right? Yeah. But if you're the same liquid, you're just gonna like bounce right off because there's already you already got some of that liquid in that ring. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to play it. We'll, we'll do our yeah. first impressions yeah, well, uh, on we'll one of the next podcasts uh, and give you guys our feedback on it. I mean, yeah, uh, we're not fast place, fast paced players uh, per se. We're very yeah, old and our reflexes are broken. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Lord it is, is the just fast enough for me to know what the hell's going on. Uh, I'm not going. <laughs> Where <laughs> am I? Where yeah. did he go? Yeah. Like well, yeah. I, I foresee us. We're gonna I get like getting stabbed in the back several we're times gonna have, in like, hyperscape. We're gonna, we're gonna be like looking at the the sky when the enemy is behind us because we thought they flew above us. And <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be all over the place. <laughs> I'm I'm still intrigued to tr- like see yeah. it. And maybe we'll even do like some something yeah, with it. That. We don't know yet. Yeah, sure. Depends how much. We... Uh, how long I think it's open until release. Maybe. Maybe. Oh wow! Because that's yeah, what every game company's been they, doing nowadays. Do it. It's cool. just like, why take it down? So that means Hyperscape is almost uh, not ready necessarily. To cool. no, Maybe next month or something. Do, I don't know. Do we have I a mean, release Ubi's date on Pretty that? good about like actually getting games out on a timely manner, but I mean, look at. They do, but is it fully ready to go? Because usually know. their games are fully years. developed. Yeah. After about uh, a year or two. Oh, yeah. we'll see. After I, release. I, I the funny thing is I always like rat bag on Ubisoft for doing that, Turkey but I still company. love their game. We said this every single time. I feel like we talk about Ubi like every yeah, other debatable. podcast at least, if not more. That's true. Oh, they like, put out a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, there's some gods. there's some franchises that I'm not too keen on, but overall, I'm. I'm always still happy that they stick to it instead of abandoning like the gamer. Um, right. Base I think there's for something for game. everybody uh, with uh, Ubisoft and their games. I, I think they've developed so mm-hmm. many different franchises that uh, even if you're not a fan of, you know, so many one, ones. you're going to find something for sure. Where are some other ones? Yeah. These franchises. Okay. Let's move on. It we looks cool. I'm watching the trailer right now. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I wonder how that whole you can recruit anyone's system's gonna work. Cause... Yeah, like how deep will it go? How deep is that? Like, yeah. It like it's like that's the type of system where at some point you're gonna start gonna... seeing mm-hmm. the edges and the seams. Yeah, you're gonna start seeing like the same because they said they're talking about their they they use this new pitch shifting technology to make the individual characters like so it's it's the same voice actor. But the Ooh. pitch and yeah. whatever voice that, is going to sound different depending on the character. So yeah, it's like, when is sure. that going to break? Yeah. And I'm curious. But the people that were playing the demos saying they didn't see any scenes Maybe yet. Maybe they did so it well. We'll see how well, advanced that's. Yeah. That's yeah, I was going to say that out of the stuff that they show, because a lot of the, they show, 
a lot of stuff during the presentation, but then they also had a lot of like influencers and yeah, journalists and stuff actually get their hands on a lot of the stuff that they showed. Um, Watchdogs, uh, Assassin's Creed, and even some people got a little bit of hands on with Far Cry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, from what I've heard, most people are saying like. Uh, of the games that they got to play from Ubisoft, Watch Dogs is the one to watch. Uh, so, literally. the thing that I find interesting, I haven't played any Watch Dogs series. I'm going to open with that. If I get the free copy of 2, Indeed. I might try that out. Yeah. But um, from what I remember, the very first one, because I remember very distinctively watching the uh, E3 pressers when, like, the, the year before it came out and the year that it came out. And it used to be a very stealth, technological, like, spy-type game. Or at least it felt that way from the trailers. Whereas this one feels very, like, chaotic, anarchy, GTA-feeling. So it depends on what people you recruit. You can recruit stealth people, you can recruit... But the first one was just one person, was it not? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the first one was just one person. And, like, PJ, you are right. There is an element of, like... The second one, for sure, and even in the third one, there's a little bit of, like, of, like, ah, oh, we're, like, wacky, like, electro-punk hacker Whereas the dudes. first one didn't have You that. know what I mean? Um, it's very serious. And the, yeah, the first one was very serious, just, like, I'm Aiden, and I'm trying to find like the people who killed my wife. Yeah. So I don't yeah, like I don't the first one better, because <laughs> it, it probably like, has a it's more so, of a heavy a... range. But like, Maybe, uh, I feel I like, and I think that the reason they changed the direction is because everybody just bounced right off that character. Like everybody was like, "This dude's boring." Yeah, he's just like with... every other like third person action game. Like, oh, I'm a greedy, yeah. rough white guy doing white guy stuff, trying to do whatever. I guess most of Ubisoft's like playable characters are not interesting anymore. I'm playing many. At least the AAA gaming. Because the only one that, that's memorable for me is like from Assassin's Creed's Ezio. You didn't like it's Altair? Like Altair is like my remember. favorite. What? Altair is Altair is boring. Like Altair. He is boring. What is, like, d- describe as Altair as a person? Very chill. Yeah, he, very chill. Seems like a nice guy. <laughs> very chill, calm demeanor. Like, yeah. very well into his profession. Understands what he's doing. Like... Yeah. I I know he he had lover. my back. I mean, as long as I don't love him, like I mean, what's the beach. his once and once and needs? You, you know. know? Um, <laughs> okay, there you go. Very very. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. seems loyal, loyal to the cause. I mean, and in some that ways, be. all those things make him a badass. <laughs> but, but that's an interesting. So, no, you're boring. So, <laughs> but there's a, there's an element of like there's kind of an issue here where it's like with all of these random characters how are they like what is the through line gonna be it's like why do we care about the story yeah and like are there gonna be what's the cause like main characters that yeah and like it also seemed i don't know if this is true but it seems like there's permadeath involved here with these characters interesting i believe so yeah like if you if one of them dies in a mission, like they're out, you've lost that character. Don't right? get too right. attached. Um, but there's always a replacement, which is great. Right. 
and like that makes sense but that means that there has to be some kind of like like main character to follow along the course of the story or someone just like ranks up and be like i'm the yeah. main character now that's and something to that. fear i i like that point joey because if you get too attached to your character and one dies or you just play all the characters and you don't have any attachment how does that well, affect people not only that tend to get it, attached it prevents them from being able to like really curate the story mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like you know i didn't play um i haven't played any of the other watchdogs Same. so i can't speak to it but like you know for the most part in like other ubisoft games um and like maybe i'll, I'll use like far cry for an example right like the main character in far cry is like a, a person mm-hmm. with like their own like desires and goals and emotions and like thought processes as to how they would like react to things yeah it influences the story and it influences the story right and with legion like again i haven't seen enough of it to know if there is this kind of like main character to follow along through the story but if it is all hinged around these like random characters then i fear that it won't allow them to go deep enough in any like meaningful way on the narrative with the character it might be like uh path decisions that you as a player decides i don't know if that's a thing in this franchise uh that might be the only solution to not having uh, a grounded character that you're you rely on mm-hmm. yeah. so i don't know but uh, i just want to point out okay uh, go, for it. Oh, go ahead i was gonna say some people might, might, might not care they don't need a reason to blow stuff up same it's like as yeah. me i i need that story purpose like why is this character i'm playing doing i'm usually stuff. blowing that's stuff why, up. that's yeah, why yeah, i brought that up. I was like, character what? development is nope. important yeah. <laughs> i'm usually blowing stuff up while they're Wait, talking what? like borderlands today we were tra- i was trying my best so oh. the story oh well spoiler i did do some recording with sarah today on borderlands well, uh, to be determined when that comes out but um when we were just playing i was trying my best to like let the story tell itself because i i I enjoy borderlands story but it's very shallow at least to me yeah at least three yeah yeah so at least that's very shallow the first and second one i i know the storyline to an extent but at the same time i'm like come on blow shit up um so like while they were talking i was just like oh that that's cool. Well, I heard something funny over there, and my ADD kicked in, and I cared more about that thing. And I think they, I think they know you're gonna do that because, like, if you walk too they far away from them, it. they just automatically cut to like columns yeah. instead of talking to yeah. you, like um, yeah. in person. Well, I I played a lot of Borderlands Three as well, not to stay off topic, but um. It, it 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 never really like engaged me as far as the story. I just went with the flow. I I just played it as like an That's arcade game more than anything. Yeah, kill whatever I need to kill. That's the style of game where it's like you just your goal is to play it and progress well, yeah. in like character progression, like get better loot and level your character up, and like the the like plot and the story is just a like 
reason for you to go to different locations so that well and i don't like think the, the game is interesting the dialogue from a, like, is gameplay as perspective. as it used to be like there's still parts like the very beginning of the game is still kind of funny no, it's the, very the... in your face dismemberment things blowing up yeah but Clap it's just is it, classic it seems like when they were writing the script for the characters maybe i didn't notice it when i was younger but it's just like it's there and they don't have as many trigger points. But, like, I haven't gotten to Tiny Tina yet. I haven't gotten to uh, Crazy Earl. You know, like, I haven't gotten to the mainstay characters that oh, are yeah. the ones that stand out. I have Lilith being like, blah, 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 blah. So I don't care. Oh, oh yeah. Well, um, oh, my God. Yeah, Was that I Lilith? Yeah. I, I just heard her. Uh, Borderlands 2 was not or Borderlands right. was not written by the same writer and okay so that makes sense so it's, writers they don't uh, care and and on different voice them, actors too some i of the characters the same like the pro yeah they, what's there the was a whole pro, controversy whatever, the of that, that voice, but the one that did the goofy uh cover of yeah the of uh, waking yeah. up yeah him oh um, rosie that like he's still there so i don't know yeah. yeah, yeah, like quite quite a few of them are still there. Um, let's not talk about. Yeah, we have a lot to get through. This, this is, I brought it up. I don't know who brought a Borderlands. And then you, you oh my god, you extended it. We're gonna it. be here all night. That was your fault. Well, that's PJ. You should Guys, know that's stop. the trend. Let's that's the on. trend. Moving on. Uh Watchdogs. The, I, there's a like tonal disconnect. I feel like because it's like. The trailer is, and like, there's a little bit of this in Watch Dogs 2 as well that you can tell from the trailers, but it's like, it's kind of like jaunty, fun, like, we're hackers, we're mm -hmm. punks, we're having a good time yeah. while they're like committing domestic terrorism. It's anarchy. Yeah, and like, Classic. and it's just like, it's like, there's like, there's a seriousness mm -hmm. to oh. the plot and the themes. Yeah, the short film that, that they presented. That yeah, do you see that, that? Like yeah, that was like really dark and kind of like very like real. Like and this is like days. a running trend across like all Ubisoft games for the most part. Is that like they tend to like use really politically charged themes yeah as backdrops for their games without ever actually like going deep addressing like the meaning or like the implications oh, or it's like like the way that they because there's a lot of this they're not Whatever, Canadian. Canadian. there's a lot of there's this Canadian. in um Wildlands, oh, even right? because like the whole entire plot of wildlands is that you're like u.s agents in bolivia doing a secret mission against a mexican drug cartel right that in itself Too is like enough. politically charged. Oh yeah. yeah. And like and like there's a lot of they constantly will like bring up things of like uh oh those are the pyrolucite mines where oh they mine that to filter cocaine. We gotta blow that up. And then one of the guys will be like, Hey man, isn't that like also used to make water? And they're like yeah, oh, but like, what See? are we gonna do about it? <laughs> it's like they constantly bring the like Big, moral yeah. dilemma up, and then they're like, it's like it's like they bring it up, but then they don't 
pick a side or right. say anything they about be it. Neutral, but I think it's funny because if any other game company did this as consistently as they do, I feel like they'd be getting called out on it. Like, no, but they people do. are they just like, oh, those constantly. silly French Canadians. Like, no, really? No, no, Ubisoft. I I feel like it's 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 been constantly. for so long, or just like I don't know what it is. I feel like it's overlooked more so than oh, like yeah. if. No, Far Cry Five had a big the deal religious with their oh, yeah, I was say, you're stuff not, about the political you're not stuff. You're reading. No, it was like the, no. the Make America Great kind of thing. They're, they're spoofing. That got real back, big. Backlash. Well, it's not all of it because like this gets brought up. This this has been like addressed as far back as Far Cry Three. Right, because yeah. Far Cry Three has a lot of elements of like white saviorism. Oh yeah, right. And like, and Far Cry Four is a set during like a civil war in another country, and it's like a lot of the time Ubisoft games always have this kind of like political undertone to them as the set dressing for the game, but it's purely set dressing. They don't actually like say anything about the nature of the questions that they're raising and That's, i'm not necessarily saying that they, they should right like then, i love then they Ubisoft games, walk that line of right? uh what side are you on and if, if this is based off of a real situation why are you bringing right it up and again like i haven't played uh um last of us 2 right but i think maybe that's a little bit of the difference there where it's like uh a lot of people came out of the last of us 2 feeling like the game was telling them how to feel and what to think whereas like a ubisoft game just sets the world up and lets you exist in it and come to your own conclusions about yeah. how you feel about it um and that's not always the case right obviously like the watchdog games are very rooted in like like f the man we're gonna like take down the corporations and like legion is all kind of based around like a private military lockdown of london right yeah. like a corporation um, like a military corporation yeah security like, corporation um takes over london. yeah like a martial law kind of like and even before they were like you know when they first announced the game they come out on stage and like reference brexit directly mm -hmm. yeah. and stuff like that and it's like they know that their games are political but they don't they're not saying anything political or at least like not they're not overtly trying like their development studio is not telling you what to think but there is an element of like wildlands might not be telling you directly hey you should like we need to go like deal with these drug cartels like any force necessary right but the nature of the game and the fact that like you're allowed to just go and indiscriminately kill uh and i'm like doing air quotes here drug cartel dudes like you know what i mean it sets a um They're not directly saying anything, but their games have implied meaning yeah. through their gameplay. 
and that is then imparted onto the player. And the reason this gets brought up so often is because Ubisoft is always like, nah, man, our games aren't political. Uh, and, we, we are, all our creators are from um, different backgrounds and right you know, And like, and they're technically not lying because yeah. they're like not in intentionally trying to make a political game or, or I should say they're not intentionally trying to make a political statement, but their games are making political statements through their gameplay and are imparting those onto the player, whether they intended to make a statement or not. Heralding back to uh, what we had said before about Tom Clancy rolling in his grave, um, the new Ghost Recon Breakpoint uh, trailer. Oh, yeah, thank this is, I feel this is I, small. I didn't know there was nothing. Um, There's absolutely it? nothing to that thing. Like I just watched the trailer for it's a minute and it's absolutely like it's just B roll of a guy of someone driving in game and then like two bombs going off and that was it. And it's like, oh, presser on the sixteenth. Is this like expansion or okay. what is this? Who who cares? <laughs> yeah, this is part this is like a small trailer right. as part but of a it's a trailer update. to a trailer. Um and like they did and, in the movies for a while. Uh, oh yeah. No, Face this isn't. <laughs> so the trailer that you watched is a trailer for this oh, event. That's even that's worse. <laughs> for this like rebel live event that's happening, right? The actual update and like a lot you of the stuff understand. that they talked about. Um, AI teammates are coming to the game in this update that's coming out. Uh, that's coming out with the uh, resistance live event. Um, the Resistance live event has AI uh, rebels in it as well, which is an element that was in Wildlands that um, got pulled out of uh, Breakpoint, and they seem to be putting it back in. It's interesting. I'm, I'm, because this is like a live event with a specific like date to date type of deal. Like, can you only do these rebel missions during it? Is like the live event just like for cosmetics or whatever during the live event, and then the the like resistance content will just stay in the game. I don't know. It's intriguing. Yeah, um, I'm not too interested in this event because I like Joey and I talked about this earlier, but I'm more interested in what he mentioned, which is the AI teammates and the improvements to bringing uh, a Ghost Recon back to uh, what Wildlands kind of made itself successful to towards, which is get rid of gear score, uh, have the ability to get rid of gear score and focus on the gameplay and tactics with your teammates, which I appreciate as somebody who played Wildlands. And not only that, uh, as John mentioned way earlier, in our Ubisoft Four conversation, huh. uh, lots of games that uh, from Ubisoft is on heavy discount. Uh, Ghost Recon is one of those, which is Whoa. why I got it. Because wow. uh, I believe now is the time for me to play it, and actually, I might actually be able to enjoy it. So they fixed everything. Yeah, uh, allegedly, we'll see. But it's a step in the right direction. Uh, about eight months later 
which is actually ahead of schedule because yeah. usually they fix yeah. everything a year later from yeah. the release. It's pretty good. So. Well, and this is Improving. seems like the type of situation where it's like they probably put out Breakpoint and then their idea was to immediately move on to start doing like events and like live content. And then but because it did so dismally, they had they to missed like, the mark. Oh, we need to like completely <laughs> change our focus. And yeah, I bet this like... resistance event was supposed to come out like three months, yeah, like, exactly. like in the winter or something. Um, so it does say that the uh, missions will be available uh, after the event, but you won't be able to get uh, rewards from doing the missions, uh, which makes sense. Uh, they're also uh, doing a little bit more to gunsmith. Um, they're like going in and, and allowing you to like modify the trigger systems on the weapons so you can like pick the like firing mode and stuff like that. It, it makes me hope that um, they go deeper on the gunsmith stuff. I remember that like earlier um, Ghost Recon games, you were able to even like go in and customize the gas system to like increase or decrease the rate of fire and stuff like that yeah yeah that um, sounds fun for gun neat. nerds i'd be down yeah. for that uh, try that it, out it uh it would be nice if they um re-implemented that type of stuff speaking um, of customizing stuff um the ai teammates are you can customize the loadout and the look of themselves too so you can change their play style uh or change their loadout based on your play style you can be up close and personal or you could kit them out in a balanced manner and the ai will um play uh their weapon so a sniper will sit way back at uh, a certain range or a shotgunner will be up close and personal can you still like give waypoints like they did in the original game or is that completely not a thing anymore what do you mean points? Uh, it's like you're so back in the original, way back when I played Ghost Recon, you can like select so each member had their own, you know, it's like an RTS pretty much. You just select point and then you'd be like go and then they'll they'll do. The oh no, thing. no, that's okay. So that's what I was talking to Joey about earlier, is um we like or John, you were there too. We we can't like I miss having advanced commands for the AI. We like both Wildlands and so now that, okay. Breakpoint. You're only going to have basic commands like hold, hold fire, open fire, move oh. here, and that's it. Okay, so it seems like they're never going back to that old self. No, really not at all. Okay. I'll I'll pass Ghost Recon then. Um, yeah. Bye. So, any other comments on that one? I'm I'm really excited for the next one. No, oh, I think we covered. I'm, I'm saying bye, Go Ghost Recon. Oh no, I'm I'm looking through this because I'm trying to figure out the details. Like you can tell them, you can tell them all to go to a location, but you can't move them individually. Like flanking positions. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, but it's on not RCS even that. A shooter. Um, you can't even no. tell individual. Oh my. Well, well, if you played the original uh, Ghost Recon, it, it was very like a shooter slash an RTS like, yeah. squad. So the original tactical. genre of Ghost Recon back in the day was. Tactical squad, I guess, strategy. Yeah. Or I guess you kind of ever played that fun. I enjoyed was for it was a while back. I think me, you, and Ryan played it, Garrick. I don't, I don't remember it or not. We played okay. multiplayer a little bit too. I think so. Yeah. Wars one. 
I, I think it was future so or whatever you call it. Was the last one, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but that's that's but, it, yeah. But what like yeah, but re- what what was memorable about the Ghost Recon uh franchise was the like campaign, the not the multiplayer. Yeah. But it was that shift to multiplayer because of the longevity of games that kind of killed that thought process of creating that uh, genre. So it's sad, but so, I guess we evolve. Maybe they'll <gasps> they'll create a knockoff. That's usually what has to happen, or, or like, like not a knockoff, like, like a standalone an individual game company or something like that has to make um a, the same old concept and into a new game. And ma- yeah, and then everyone's like, "What? Why isn't this a game?" And, right. and then everyone else yeah. starts copying it. Where's my gear <laughs> score on this so game? You, this next one, either John's favorite topic or worst topic, possibly. Which? Ah, <sighs> what topic is this? Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. I saw. I'm watching the trailer. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm mm-hmm. liking it, but it's. I can't tell if the combat is like the old combat. I know it's faster. It's definitely faster, but it looks a little bit more like uh, two with like Ezio stuff versus the um, the like what I'm watching you in Odyssey. I feel like Odyssey's very, it's fast, but it's also very like bulky and slow at the same time. I don't know how to explain it. It feels very boxed in, and I don't know. It doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed combat. The the, the yeah. Valhalla definitely has some improvement in its combat system, but I do like Odyssey's combat system and its improvement. So it's not improving in the direction I want it. I mean, it might feel better when I play it, get my hands on it, but watching it, I'm like not impressed. Um, my biggest deal is, again, I, I keep saying this whenever I bring up the new Assassin's Creed game, just call it Warrior's Creed or something, or, or Viking's Creed. It's not an Assassin's Creed. No, but there is anymore. some Assassin's yeah. You're not assassinating it. anyone. I mean, at, just... the, at the best, there's... They attempted to bring back some of the they, aspects. Yeah, I, I will of give them that. Is I I like the social um uh, stealth they they added back from the old games. It's yeah, and hiding um, in bushes and stuff. But other than that, they put like, back it's the vision too, or like what is it? Like yeah, or Eagle Vision. So they put that back in too. Yeah, yeah it's Odin's vision. It's so you don't have to Odyssey, actually no. use your your hawk. Uh, not in, in 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 oh, Odyssey. Weird. You um, have to individually scout them out. Yeah. So you take evil. like an hour where instead of just pressing a button and having everybody uh, Valhalla ready to go, brings it, it back slow- with Odin vision. Yeah, it slows it down uh, way too much in Odyssey and Origins. Uh, Valhalla is the fact that they give you the pillager slash like uh like I don't know. Yeah, the raiding where you run the into raids. the village and you raids, yeah. so that's the cool thing. It's like, like that. It feels yeah. very yeah, it feels yeah, like it. It's, like, it's very Viking. Yeah, if this was a you know a, a new Viking game, I'm like, this is this is kind of cool. I like the raiding. I like the uh, traveling up river. So you individually on your, on your look at it that way. You have to look at it raiding as the villages. Game. But uh, but they don't have Assassin's Creed game for me. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Where John's coming from is it's losing. It's still lost its identity. Yeah. Um, ever like since a, they closed out, um, closed out, uh, what's his name? Ezio. The first few. Yeah. Uh, Ezio. Uh, but, three, Ezio. So, I feel like this is a natural progression of the game the franchise, though, right? Because, like, 
I feel like it's it's improving mm-hmm. on this uh, quote unquote trilogy, the the um, uh, Odyssey and Origins, and now the yeah. Ala. I feel like it's it's it feels like its own game trilogy right. with just Assassin's well, Creed. Why build a new it. ISP when it's um, already there? Well, I don't know, cause like I, right, I sorry. feel like I'm gonna be honest. I feel like the gameplay of like the first couple Assassin's Creeds mm-hmm. were kind of boring. It's counter like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like it's a lot of just like sneak up behind guy, kill guy. Yeah, jump on the... guy, kill guy. Yeah, yeah. it's and very then the actual like combat is like yeah, counter, counter, counter. Which I actually kind of like the countering style of combat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but the actual like stealth combat and stuff, and like that's what I'm missing is stealth combat. Um, yeah, but they could have definitely think, expanded on it. I think really what you're missing has more to do with location than it has to do with the actual gameplay elements, yeah. right? Uh, because it's cool. Yeah. The the like nature of the larger cities presented in the earlier ones, there's a lot more verticality and there's a lot more Mm -hmm. ability to like get over people and come down on top of people and stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas like the flat nature of and I see what you're saying in terms of like the new Assassin's Creeds don't feel like assassin's creed because when i think of assassin's creed i think of Ezio standing on top of a tower looking out over florence yeah right i think of like dense cities and i think it's one of the reasons that i didn't like um uh three at all Mm -hmm. because it was set in like the american American. colonies right that like they yeah the biggest building was like a few stories maybe you know what I mean? Yeah. So like the landscapes were just boring. Even uh, even and... Black Flag was a uh, uh, a stretch for me because right, and that's where we start to get into the, like for me watching the Valhalla gameplay, I feel like I'm looking more at um like The Witcher. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, I right. Totally like that vibe. Yeah. I you're like you're looking at like a third person (laughs) open world rpg yeah yeah um and i think it's it's because the like i feel like people expect more out of their third person action game nowadays Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. but i think like i i do still like kind of agree with john where i feel like they could have doubled down on the stealth aspects a little bit more, especially coming from uh, the Ubisoft uh, studio that's developing this. They they could have brought it back. Are Vikings known for... I feel like they're like full-on warriors and aren't really like kind of stealth assassins. Yeah, I don't not, know anything about Norse or Viking culture. That too. So it's very rare to see them just using a bow and uh, an arrow and the, or just yeah. stabbing people in the back. They want to like like berserkers or something or shield walls and that's what they're known for but i i don't know we'll see how they yeah, tie we'll it see. in with this game i don't uh, know but... even assassin's creed 2 and like the spinoffs the like etio spinoffs even those start to like get into the idea that like an assassin isn't necessarily an assassin right like mm-hmm. the creed is a army essentially and like there's different types of assassins and it's Mm -hmm. not being assassin has like it's very clear in like 
Assassin's Creed 1 that like being an assassin is being an assassin, right? Right. It's yeah. Getting your like finger clipped off so that you can use your hidden blade properly and like being part of this order of like stealth, you know, like yeah. but in two, they more establish the idea that like assassins are like this ancient order of like primordial humans. And like yeah. it's more of like just a war between the assassins and the Templars, and it has le- it has less to do with like the assassins necessarily being assassins, mm-hmm. and just that they are the like counter force to the Templar force. Right. Are are I haven't finished Odyssey, but no spoilers. But are they even assassins or the Templars even Templars involved in are. any of the new? Like... Well, those games are supposed to be like. Um, right. Origin so stories, though. Oh, so. oh, origin stories. Okay. Because they came before Altair, right? Or yeah, was Altair yeah, even before? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I keep on forgetting the timeline. So yeah, I, I, I want to say it's actually weirder than that. I want to say that so Origins is like or the Origins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and origins that is. takes place. I want to say that Odyssey takes place before origins origins yeah because the time yeah that makes sense in the timeline of like history well, no egypt's older than it is older but it, it's i don't think the time period of origins because uh, you had the romans in in origins i think the or, the romans were n- no you have greece okay was it greece i don't know but um, I don't remember. <laughs> no, but I think the whole point was that uh, the actual Assassin's Creed, the founding of Assassin's Creed, started mm-hmm. with Altair and all those assassins in his era. Mm-hmm. But the the foundation of that was from these current games that are coming out. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Odyssey takes place 400 years, or a little bit more than 400 years before Origins. Before Origins. Naming, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> your naming is confusing. I, I'm so confused. Origins is not the origin. <laughs> not the origins. Yeah. So Odyssey uh... is the origin. <laughs> What's happening? Well, what, well, I mean, the Odyssey does it even show the origins of anything? You know, so maybe it's just not Odyssey. Okay, of... <laughs> so in this this article that I'm reading, oh no, it says that in this article, if you want to go check it out, is over on overmental.com. Oh, wow, okay, I'll check it out. Uh, but it says that the Odyssey ties into the series by exploring how the first civilization artifacts are used in the ancient world and around Greece. The story's primary, primary antagonist organization, the Cult of Cosmos, may also Ooh, be an early predecessor to the Templar Order. Okay, so it's Templar stuff. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, it should have That been... clears everything up. I mean, again, I mean change the name to something else's creed it's like the spin-off that's yeah. the same universe where you continue the story of the because I, I, I just want i just want to be able to like plan out my attack i have enemies maybe take out some guards and then swipe down and just one hit stab my target like an actual so that's well, the so, thing though is I, I feel like even the assassin's creed games were never good about letting you do that no, yeah, yeah, yeah like, you're right. So, you're right. so it's like, an idea of that Assassin's Creed. Yeah, like there's an the idea there, but I remember there's like there were constantly moments in Assassin's Creed One where I was like, like I remember distinctly there's a kill that you need to make in like a market, right? Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, it turns into the chase. dude's right there. I I can just like hit him with a throwing knife. Yeah. Like I had an angle on him with a throwing knife through like a window, and I was like, I can just hit him with the throwing knife. And I chucked the throwing knife and hit him. But of course, because it's like a main assassin's target, the yeah. throwing knife doesn't one shot kill him like it one shot killed everybody else. Right. And they're like, no, fuck you. You're supposed to do this chase sequence. So do and this chase sequence. Not only that, uh, there's a problem. It feels like there's a certain amount of distance that you have to chase him for before it starts I allowing you to that. get closer. Okay. Maybe I'm uh, just going to play Hitman. Never mind. Okay. So that's what I wanted to say yeah. is that I feel like the game that's closest to what Assassin's Creed, all of Assassin's Creed should be. I believe it will be Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh, Ghost of Tsushima. Because... I don't know. We have to see, though, because we don't yeah, know we'll how see. often Ghost of Tsushima is going to railroad you into, like, you know. Yeah. I actually, I'm going to be honest, I think that the game that does this the best is probably, uh, like, um, the Shadow of Mordor series. Ooh. Because you actually can just sneak up onto the like orc okay. target I'm, I'm and you can't always one shot kill them mm-hmm. but you can like get in there and initiate target with them directly okay and yeah. just like go like, right into it yeah really weaken them right yeah i actually really really like the um uh shadow of mordor and shadow war because they're they're a lot like the assassin's creed games but they do what the assassin's creed games don't in terms of giving you freedom to approach like bases how you want because it always felt like assassin's creed wants to like railroad you into cinematic moments that it's trying to force Mm. um and every like main target becomes this like kind of like cinematic thing um whereas like most of the targets that you're taking out in the shadow of mordor series are just like orc lieutenants so they don't necessarily have any like cutscenes or story associated with them yeah which open up more room for uh, it opens up more room for like gameplay uh, creativity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we'll see because um, uh, I got I pre-ordered uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which is coming out, I believe, Friday. Uh, so I'll yeah, might do a know. game impression of that, but I'm kind of excited about it because I like the Japanese culture as well, oh, yeah. samurai yeah, and ninjas thing. and stuff. I, I probably will pick up Valhalla just because I'm interested in you know. Vikings are cool. Vikings, yeah, Vikings are cool. Um, good thing is that they improve. At least it seems like from the surface they did improve their um, their armor and loot system, or I guess upgrades, loot, wearables. What do you call them? Yeah, um, you like armor. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of like stuff, the whatever yeah. Odyssey did, which is just dumb, uh, they actually have like weight and and uh, and resistance kind of you know. So you have like it's gonna affect like so heavy armor is gonna affect you, which is kind of cool. So it's like, like Dark Souls. Yeah, I guess I haven't played Dark Souls, but that's what so the, it's the like Dark Souls. Oh. Yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're done so yet. That sounds cool. Anytime now. Oh, oh, hi. Oh but no, like, I want uh, one, one, like, one more complaint. That, <laughs> uh, that seems like a again with them like taking it in a direction where they're like, because like with the last couple. Assassin's Creed games, they've very much been like, we're making these RPGs, and yeah. they got like loot with rarity, and there's like builds, like you can make like a poison build or like a fire build. Yeah, it's dumb. And stuff I like think that. it's still in there, which is, I think, it's so stupid. Um, and Shadow of Mordor has some of that too. Um, yeah. That series has some of that. But um, 
again, like, I don't know if we've talked about this on stream, but, or uh, on the podcast at all, but there is that uh, a while back Ubisoft had a like creative kind of, or like a shakeup at their company because uh, Breakpoint, which we spoke about, came out and it had all of those RPG elements that we spoke about. Oh, God. And people were so, like, reacted so negatively to that that it like shifted the kind of creative focus at Ubisoft, right? Yeah. So instead of getting a like RPG loot focused Assassin's Creed this time, where they're taking inspiration from like the other big third person action franchise, which is Dark Souls. Okay. I'm oh, I mean I haven't played it, but I'm okay with that because I don't want to play RPG light. If I want to play an RPG, I'll play. And maybe not just Dark Souls. Like I don't know. If there's any elements of that, like armor weight and stuff like that, in The Witcher, yeah. Um, but so yeah, yeah, but yeah. Oh, one more complaint about Valhalla. I will. Oh play no, it. I will play it. But oh no, this is more to Ubisoft. Ubisoft, just picture you know, just picture big boy pants on and and write a good female character, lead character. Oh yeah, because Valhalla yeah. again is so it's, it's you can it, choose it your sex be an individual, which is okay, which is weird because apparently you can a carbon it, copy of the male, mm-hmm. but being a female. Yeah, yeah exactly. and just right. saying the same exact script, like yeah. what the heck, right. sister, which brother, just, just, just Believe be brave, you. Ubisoft, and just do it. I, I know it's hard to make it strong. It's I think not. it's about yeah. budget than um, anything, yeah. but they they just no. they just want to meet the the current no, they're scared. They're, they're uh, scared that it's not hard to make a strong female yeah. character. Uh, for some reason, they don't just say, I... "Oh, we made we made a female character. Here you go. You yeah. can choose it right now." I bet that this actually stems more from their like original rpg roots for these yeah. games in that they want the player but, to make whatever player character they want yeah which is interesting because i heard one of the developers said that you can choose you can choose the sex at any time okay and wow. it's wow. to do with animus right so that's i am curious of why that's an option but i still want them to uh, okay write. It's because who cares? No, yeah. uh, well john this isn't the only game that has that same issue Oh like, yeah, it's a, a lot like of Ubisoft wild, games. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Wildlands has that same issue yeah. and Breakpoint. You f- you feel like, oh, this is a dude talking with a woman's voice. Yeah, exactly. And that's my big problem. <laughs> uh, like, so what the heck? More women on it's the like, writing. You, Got it. No, Far Cry yeah. Six. I need to. We need. To, we need to move on. <laughs> Far Cry Six. Far Cry Six. I, the the world premiere was awesome. Six it was very straight. deep. The the trailer is. No. No gameplay. It was just. I a know, but Far Cry is always. It's so deep. Far Cry is always a very compelling game in getting you involved in controversy because you're just standing, you're sitting there listening to it, and you're like, "Wow, this guy's fucking demented as hell." Like every other game, and then you continue listening to him talk, and you're like, uh-huh. "You're still demented, but I understand why you're saying these things." And it's really crazy how they play with human psychi- uh, psychology and psych, like psycho and analyzing the character that's being put into a position i.e in this one the kid with the grenade in his hand is sitting there freaking out yes carlos carlos freaking out and um trying to listen the best that he can while trying not to kill himself whatever his name is i didn't hear the very beginning of the trailer but i started listening to when uh the dictator guy started talking and i was just like wow 
and all men casting fantastic Juan Carlo Espesito. I think yeah. I put so. his name again, but whatever. <laughs> fantastic guy. Fantastic. He's, he's in the Mandalorian, cool by the way. How this game mm-hmm. flushes mm-hmm. out, but That's I cool. thought that was a cool trailer. I mean, I I might just watch it just for the story. I mean, yeah, I, will, but... I wasn't too attached to Five? Far Cry. Same five when PJ and I played it. Open ended and it was just really trying to push a yeah. religious sect. And I was just like, it was creepy, but it was yeah. all over the place. Well, it was just crazy. Even all over the place. Three was like the story. Was, I, I love the story, but the gameplay was just so repetitive and I kind of yeah. lost interest in it. It seems like Far Cry 6 will kind of bring it back to its well, roots of never proper storytelling. So we'll I, see. I, I mean, other than maybe the last one, five. It's a gameplay loop. It was hit or miss. Yeah, the writing was terrible. Like the, the game. Like I, I'd never got into it at all. Quest and I that gets really old. So I actually yeah. want to see Far Cry get away from that a little bit and maybe just go into not even open world, but maybe even a rail system just to try one yeah. time yeah. where you're actually following. No. Oh no! no, no, no. no. But like it's still not open the rail. World, but like it's it's just ping 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 to the next like objective. Rather than having all these like fetch quests, mm-hmm. oh right, yeah, like side cast, yeah, 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 I, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you just move to this uh, another yeah, province no, and do the same I thing over again, over and over again. Like, Who gives a shit? Uh, yeah, I'd rather it just be it like, oh, we'll find this person. That's really that's my favorite part. <laughs> oh, no. uh, they they oh, like no. literally implemented the system in Far Cry Three where you could like reset the. Bases okay, so, so you make that a thing, but not a uh, a necessity. Like, if you want to do that, make those, like, absolute positive well, additional side quests where you can go do those to grind. Yeah, well, give us a reason to besides just saying, oh, okay, here's this boss in this province. You need to take down these other outposts before you attack times. the boss. Like, Not what, what, this formula has been area. done way too much. Or make it more unique. Instead of doing a fortress, do something else. Like you have to hit this convoy to get to know. this. That's the only thing I don't this like. This boss is the or gameplay. something. Like the the gameplay elements. Cookie like, cutter. When I finally in five, <clears throat> when we finally got to an area and we were going into the boss, like segments, I enjoyed it. But when we had to go through the whole bullshit of going into a new yeah. area and it's just like. Oh fuck! Now we have to go to this stupid just thing again for the tenth time with a slight variance. We had to do it so like seven times. Yeah. Far Cry oh. 5. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Uh, spoiler alert, guys! Yeah, we, we didn't even the finish the game because we got so drained game. from doing every single <laughs> oh. province. Dude. Yeah. And oh, then, the, no, okay, now one more thing. There was. There was. There were some achievements or like missions that you had to do, but. Because we finished the province in our own way, we couldn't finish it. We couldn't achieve this, make this achievement at all. This goal, this see, reward. Because I just want to see gameplay. Game? What's going on? Make any more comments about sex. So that was my 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 thoughts on the yeah, storyline yeah. and yeah. Alone. Cool story trailer. Cool story. Agreed. Uh, the one thing I will say is from like the screenshots that they've put out of the game, there's something that I really don't like in what I'm saying, and that's um, th- and they've constantly been like doing this more and more over time with the uh, Far Cry games, but like they have an incessant need to like put in wacky DIY weapons. Oh yeah, and I hate oh, I saw yeah. those. Yeah, they're, they're kind of weird. Like duct tape and everything. 
Yeah, they're all, like, duct taped together and they're shooting, like, CDs or, like... Yeah, that's, like, a a page out of Fallout or something. And it's... The way I look at it is, like, you're setting up this, like, grounded, serious, like, South American revolution kind of plot setting. Yeah. And then you're making it, like, Saints Row by giving us, like, We fell a revolution, it's fun. Blu-ray guns. I mean... That kind of goes back to your first uh, when we first started and talking about you know them being kind of bring up these hot, you know heavy political stuff, <laughs> but it's like just a sun, it's a fun fan, right. uh, sandbox. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I wish that they would just lean more into the groundedness of it. Ground, yeah. Oh yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Well, that's see what, what I the, want the next trailers have to do first but, before we. But it's like even. Even like the weapon, right? Like there's a screenshot where the main character is holding a foul, right? But like it's got like a red dot on it that looks like it's made out of like a sardine can yeah. and a laser yep, pointer. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, yeah, come on. Come you on. You see the, the little doggy companion you can get that, that uh, that's uh doesn't have a leg and it has like uh, a, yeah. a wheelchair. It's like lame. Carries, yeah, and it carries like ammo for you. <laughs> that's a thing guys that's like that. chariot that's pretty cool yeah so yeah it's a chariot armor crate or ammo crate i was just reading the comments of the cinematic trailer on youtube uh one said oddly enough this could easily be a trailer for tropico and that's the first thing i like i yeah. thought in my head because of the interior of the palace uh that was just off topic but yeah good stuff though i mean good i mean I'll, I'll play all the games. Well, except for the, the Ghost Recon. But yeah. Well, at this point, I would actually consider the um, the Ubisoft Pass for fifty dollars a month pass. with all these all these games coming yeah, out. And then, a year. wait, what? Oh, a year? You said fifty dollars a month. Oh my god, that's expensive. No, I said fifteen dollars a, oh, a month. Uh, One five. Yeah, so I would just play like I would wait for everything to release yep. and then play it for about a month or two and then cancel it. So I cancel play all the games oh. for thirty bucks or oh. something. Yeah, that sounds kind of worth it actually. I, mean, I probably won't finish. Somebody consider. Games. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Anyways, yeah, yeah summer sizzle. Wow, I would say it's interesting to say see like all these studios or like companies try to do their own kind of like pass or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, does every like new game come to the Ubisoft Pass? <laughs> uh, well, so. it seems like you get like not only just the new game, but also like the Gold Pass or whatever, which is the Season gold Pass. pass. Oh. So, uh, oh, as okay, yeah. they, I guess it coincides with their kind of like development process, which is release now, make the game what it should be a year later. So it entices you to st- uh, keep paying for the fifteen dollars a month. We'll see. I think the business model might work for people for uh, that are into Ubisoft games. So, yeah, and it's kind of a different approach of like we're gonna give you all of our premium content for our premium price. So yeah, summer sizzle. Exactly. All right, uh, summer sizzle right. time. Hot Where's hot that hot intro hot. at, PJ? <laughs> oh wow, that was great. <laughs> I love it. Very what sizzly. Games, what games are so um, So we got uh, just one that's releasing at the end of this week. Wow. Drake Hollow. Um, it is 
I like the art style, but it's a survival game, um, with and it's co-op as well and wow. uh, survival and you can craft stuff, make your base and all that. Uh, they have weird monsters and all that. Yeah. So it's it's a very lighthearted game, but it's set in a dark air, dark um universe so it's a kind of like oxymoron probably but be on, uh, i get those vibes game pass too so maybe we'll check it out for either stream or youtube wow yeah i was actually looking for it but well, it doesn't seem like it's yet. there but it is an xbox focused game they do like a pre well because you know like how like Minecraft sometimes like before yeah. something's released i mean i'll yeah. be i'll try it if it does yeah. go to the game pass if not we'll wait till it does um yeah, same. It does look cool. I like. I the hope art. it is. It looks it's fun. It's very um different. Cause, yeah, different. But you familiar. have like farming and stuff. So your typical like survival situation. So, yeah, I mean that's a that's a quick game. Uh, that's like one of the games this week coming out week for um, that particular but, thing. Yeah. And then that's it just for the to summer close sizzle. out for the last piece, I just wanted to uh circle back on Mud Runner for a second, just. Literally everyone do a one. Oh, no Snow runner, runner. Sorry. don't insult. Not mud runner. Oh, uh, no, just to circle uh, back was a, on my final comments you. on it, I still think it's a fantastic game. Okay. Uh, but my two main issues all have to do with the multiplayer because, and we've talked about this already extensively while we were playing it. But uh, Sarah and I playing on the same internet connection, it has an issue with your like per internet yeah. connection being connected because i don't know they don't want you to boost or i don't know what the fuck the problem is but i have to use a i have to use a, B, a vpn uh plug in norton vpn here because it makes my life easier with this particular instance not sponsored but yes not uh, sponsored makes my life easier and but it sucks because now i have to play on a vpn which can fuck up your internet connection a little bit uh at least to the the game that you're in um so that's one gripe and the other gripe is the map being centralized to a single singular person so i'm playing on john's map and obviously he's 10 million light years ahead of me because he's probably put in 70 more hours than i have on the game um and so the map is based on uh i guarantee you put it at least you probably put in about 70 hours probably anyhow uh it's based off of his map not mine so if he picks up an upgrade and then i join his game and i'm trying to hang out with him i have to go either back to my own game and have them join me or i have to play by myself in order to get that upgrade that i now am hindered in not having it not only that you probably haven't unlocked that map, map portion yeah. yet so you have to unlock that map portion and then <laughs> you have to Trek all the way over there so, with your yeah, under-level vehicles. <laughs> uh, and then I don't know if you guys had anything else to add to it really quickly. But yeah, I think those are just... That's oh, it. Oops. I think it's a good game. It just needs improvements. Yeah. Those just seem like technical limitations of, of how they design multiplayer. But I don't that's think the reason why I play first it. Thing yeah, definitely it. an add-on. Um, yeah. Like, if I played it... Like, me playing solo uh, on my own maps, it, it it's very... Like it's very stress free. I didn't have to worry about any of that. I could transport, uh, teleport to any of my vehicles. But it seems like we discovered that we can also teleport to vehicles that aren't our own, mm -hmm. because PJ did that earlier in the week. So yeah. we'll see. 
more more to come. There is oh, speaking of with SnowRunner, the the phase one is coming out, which <gasps> is uh, a decent uh, amount of content releasing uh, in the coming days. Uh, but it's once again, it's free content, uh, but the most of the content will be under the pay pay part uh the season pass so it's i'm still tempted i'll like depending on how much we still play this game because for us playing like putting a ton of hours in it there's still so much we haven't even touched alaska together was there any Mm -hmm. final thoughts that you had on it or or russia that you would change from last week's first impressions that you because now you guys have put in a substantial amount of time i don't remember my I don't remember my last impressions. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, no. I, I mean, I, okay. I, I love it. It's, so, it's a great chill game. So basically, overarching out. statement here oh. is great game. Next, it, next iteration. Hopefully, they improve. It's on the relaxing. It's relaxing. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What what will be what will be the title? Because they have uh, mud runner, lava snow runner. runner, lava. Oh yes, natural only, progression. Only way, yeah, only way you got snow. Oh, or rain runner, or maybe rain runner. runner. Rain oh, runner. Oh, rain runner. Like, Ooh. put it in. Ooh, in, I like, like the forests yeah. of like I don't know, the Amazon forest or something like that. The Amazon. Amazon storm oh. runner. Actually, yeah. Speaking like of in the Amazon. Well, speaking of logging, uh. In a following phase, they will be adding logging, which they had in Mud Runner. Nice. So they're um, adding those cool features back. So. Yeah. I Deep mean, uh, yeah, definitely check out uh, Snow Runner if you're listening to us. It's definitely a fun, relaxing game. Well, Joe, you uh, like trucking? I didn't like trucking. Is it relaxing? I didn't know it that. Sounds, it it sounds like a lot me. of the time you guys like run off the road it and infuriates you need somebody it's, to like, it's, hit you back up. The fr- Joey, the frustration <laughs> of it is part of the game. Like, like Actually, the, that doesn't sound relaxing. Many a times. Um, uh, it's just being relaxing. It's well, it's, like it's trying to achieve a goal and uh, and beat this level that you create for yourself. Essentially, yeah. is is the goal. It's just like any right. grinding kind of session. Like yeah. it, grinding can be frustrating as hell, but people find it satisfying for some odd reason. Same thing with SnowRunner. You're technically thoughts. grinding your oh, way through. We, we to went on so many tangents tonight. I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. Go on. Wow. Well, that, but it's, also, it's, also, it's, it's like when you're trend. playing on your own, you can, like, when you fall over, you can TP to your next truck and drive over. And yeah. It's, like, it's another another trip you have to make. But if you're if it's chill, you know. Like this is another addition yeah. to the chill. I mean, drives. I've I've learned to uh, cope with that playing in your Sorry, uh, your save. Sure, so. sign us off. Yeah, go on, PJ. I'm tired. <laughs> no. Joey, wait, please. Uh, no, wait, more, more. No, PJ had <laughs> something to say. PJ had something to say. No, no, PJ we're gonna wait. Has to say. Uh, we're gonna close it out here in a minute, but before we do, oh, yeah, uh, what's coming up on the YouTube? The same, oh, wow, I mean, what's going on YouTube? Continuing, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Child of Light. I think we're going on to episode, episode nine. Uh, uh, Odyssey just came out, uh, yesterday because we're posting this on Wednesday. Uh, we got this coming up, and then, uh, tomorrow will be episode nine of child of light and then we have warzone dub seven. Oh uh, yeah coming up 
if you guys haven't watched uh the it's one that came out on sunday um will like it pj's I, I driving is superb um no it was not that it was, was sarcasm it was a great plan Anyhow, uh, and then make sure you check out Cameraman John over on Twitch. His podcast is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Oh, jeez. Um, also doing surprise. I, I have a new series. Uh, it's called Gorn Rot. when I play uh, brand new games. It's just kind of, it's my first impression. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, yesterday I had a surprise Gorn Rot episode of uh, Death Stranding. So I might talk about that later when I get some more gameplay oh, cool, cool. on nice. the podcast. Podcast. So, yeah. Oh, oh. Speaking of uh, the YouTube, um, we're almost there to hundred <gasps> subscribers. So if you're listening and you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. That that'll be our first oh, milestone. That'll be our second. Our YouTube's. We would have. Don't make me have to make any our more. Our first one was sixty nine subscribers. Oh yeah, our... um, which we just passed a couple weeks or like a week oh. ago. So uh, get us to that hundred so we can get our custom URL and make life easier for everybody that's trying to follow us and not have to put. Hashtag three five seven nine YouTube user seven thousand five six seven two. Uh, instead, it will be the wow. fat peeps. Um, that's, um, that's, that's impressive. But Please, all, all pandering aside, we really appreciate all your guys' support that you've given us with any medium that we've been doing: Much streaming, love. podcasting, and YouTubing. And uh, we hope to continue to give you guys a bunch of cool content. Uh. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, going towards still. Joey? York? York, York, York. All right. I think everybody's pretty tired here, so we're going to close it out. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll catch you. I am part of Fortnite, bitches! Cloudy? Cloudy? I thought you were dead. Get the. What? Why is Cloudy here? Why is Cloudy here? When did we talk about that? We didn't talk about PlayStation. He came in to play with Sony. <laughs> Wait he a always minute. has to show up whenever the fuck Sony or PlayStation is brought in. Oh, my. Oh, you, you, mean, you mean Epic? Cloudy, you mean Epic. go away. <laughs> play me off, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs>